Rob is on the podcast <laughs> Doing bicep curls with bulk intent <laughs> Surging with testosterone Giant muscles breaking through his clothes Hey, Aqua Rob <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's podcasting time. I love it. That's I'm one of my favorites so far. It. I think. Really? I think so. It's good. It's, it's the good. best intro ever. I, I think it has history, which is why it works so so well with Rob. <laughs> Rob is back, everybody. Woo. We're just rolling right into it. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to not address that after the theme song. I think it was fantastic. I did it for you last night, Rob. And I, I want to say something. Normally, when we make these songs for people. It can kind of be a crapshoot finding the like instrumental version or the karaoke version, especially when I'm trying to put different lyrics on it. Because then, like karaoke versions, a lot will put like the Backing background vocals. vocals. Like really, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, they're fucking me up. That's not the word I'm saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Finding the instrumental version of Aqualung was the easiest thing <laughs> ever, ever. The very first top one, just perfect. A lot so of this song is easy. kind of instrumental anyway, except for the singing parts, yeah. of course. And when I was listening to it. The guitar work is so much different than I thought it was. There's this right guitar playing all this extra shit that I've never heard yeah. before, and I was like, it's kind of ruining the song. That guy needs to <laughs> shut up. And I thought for sure, that's Ian Anderson playing that fucking guitar. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got that little mini acoustic. Yeah, that little mini thing. What's that about? He's always had that. It reminds me of something that you know I got when I was a kid. You know, It was like a harmony guitar, and it was like mm-hmm. a half size. My first act? Yeah. I almost bought my first act drum set <laughs> from Pamida. Do you remember Pamida? Pamida, of course. Or as my other relatives called it, Pay My Day. Um, <laughs> Makes no sense. Pay my day. <laughs> Your family <laughs> is smart. <laughs> you know we fuck with words. And uh, Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I was like, well. seriously, like, I think this my first act might work. And I took it out of the box. And I was like, oh, this thing is very, very small. I'm very, very dumb. I need to get out of here. I was like 16, like, like a new drum set, dude. It's like wax paper on the bass drum. It was. <laughs> like a plastic beater. I got one of those for my nephew when he was young. And I, did I jam on it? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> was I there when you got it, or was this before Sam? Was this pre-Sam? I can't tell you that. Is this pre-cum? Did that work? It did. <laughs> I don't want to answer it because I don't know the answer. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And Rob is here. He's Not probably Rob. talked more than me already. <laughs> uh, I, this is a... Definitely a Rob episode. He's not just here hanging out with us. No, and I'm sorry there's no video for this one. You don't get to see his rocking muscles. Ugh. Did you bulk up before you came in? I did a few sets. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, you're not going to be recorded. Just a heads up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so then he probably stopped. <laughs> I feel a relief of not recording. Video? <laughs> yes. Just because it's something I don't have to do. It's not something you were doing. I, you were just pushing record and then moving the files. Yeah, but I always had the cloud of my over my head that I'm supposed to be doing it, and I'd go, but I don't want to do it. I understand. I think that the... And we were talking about this before we started recording, is sometimes all of the monotonous little things that take forever, like setting things up or editing something after the fact, it takes a lot longer, and it can take the fun out of it. And things can fuck up and really take the fun out of it. 
Right, guys? Right, guys? Remember when I freaked out before the podcast and I threw a chair like Bobby Knight? <laughs> Come on, just go along with it. But I did yeah. that. I'm just remembering. I'm uh, reminiscing. Uh, do you know who Bobby Knight of is? Of course I do. He was famous for throwing <laughs> chairs at IU games. He, is he Indiana famous or is he famous across he's famous. the, oh, he, the yeah, U.S.? He's famous. He's okay. U.S. famous. I didn't know since I'm like, I'm not really into sports, but I yeah. am an Indiana boy. I know he went to like Texas or something, didn't he? Teja? I think. I, I have no idea. I'm not a basketball guy. I feel like if it gets to me, then it, everyone knows if it's about sports. That's Because I don't follow sports at all. That's true, but you are in Indiana, so I didn't know if it's just that like extra Indiana thing that you were getting. Like Reggie Miller. I was forced to watch Hoosiers <laughs> like 40 times in, in school. In and school? I, I've yeah. never seen it. I'm glad. You didn't have to watch it in school with us? I don't know. Maybe I just, just not closed my fucking <laughs> eyes. I don't know. <laughs> Who's in that movie? It's... Uh, is that Gene Hackman? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah. That's right. Gene Hackman. Never get me, Hackman. He doesn't work anymore. He's old as shit. He's retired, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't start acting until he was like in his mid late thirties. Really? Yeah, he was voted. So uh, less, saying there's a chance, <laughs> less likely to succeed in his acting class, huh. or at least likely. Huh? And then he becomes Lex Luthor. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I uh, I don't know. I was. Who was Lex Luthor? <laughs> Lex Luthor is the bad guy in Superman. Gotcha. That's why Christopher Reeves and him fight in that <laughs> South Park episode, and he's like, "Come on, Hackman!" <laughs> I'm eating babies. <laughs> Sucking the stem cells out of their necks. <laughs> I feel like I need to do an old South Park rewatch. I own the first 10 seasons. Something like that. Oh, yeah. And so, those are the classics. Yeah. Those are the ones I like. Quote the most. Mm-hmm. Think about almost on a daily <laughs> the schedule. The Simpsons were the same way. And you know, it's like, yep. Once you get in a season like 30, it's like. <laughs> I haven't seen a new Simpsons episode in years. Mm-hmm. It's years. been a long time. I can't even. I can't even say if it's funny or not right now. Like, I have no opinion on it because yeah. I have not seen it. But I'll go back and watch the first couple seasons. Oh, fuck. Well, I'll watch the first season and be like, yeah, it's, it's on its way. <laughs> 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 that, like, run from, like, three to nine is just, like, that is my comedy. You can just watch it and you'll yep. like, there's Sam right there. I talk like a bumbly fucking idiot because of Homer Simpson. <laughs> you always say Homer was your dad. He was my dad. He was the biggest father figure I had growing up, which is why I'm a fucking idiot sometimes. Sometimes. Like when I walk into mirrors after my plow business. Mr. Plow, that's my name again. Is Mr. Plow. Do you wear the coat? <laughs> I need that coat for the winter. That'd be the shit. Imagine a guy walking down the street in that sweet fucking Mr. Plow coat. And then everyone's like, hey, you plow? <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, I plow. Call the plow king for that is what I would say. Uh, All right. Simpsons fans out there. So let's get, since this album isn't short. No, it's not. These songs are not kind with time. <laughs> My God. Well, each, almost every song is the length of two songs. So Except for two of them. That are like a minute and 30. (laughs) So uh, what are we reviewing today, Rob? Blackwater Park by Opeth. 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 Oh, fuck. I listened to Otep. (laughs) Ah, He got it. He laughed. (laughs) I watched Bubba Hotep. Hey. That's a good one. We are going to watch Bubba Hotep someday. (laughs) I fucking hate that movie. (laughs) Really? What's well, because of how I it. saw it with a uh, the person I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, but he, he wanted to watch it all the time, and I was just like, I can't stand this. I fucking hate oh, Elvis. So you've seen it more than once coming at you. 
Yeah, more in pieces. I also hate Elvis. Isn't it Bruce Campbell? Yeah, yeah. Bruce Campbell. I, would, Elvis. I, I think I would appreciate it more now. I would hope so, because it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. I'm thinking with sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch it now and be like, oh, I thought it was better, but hey, it's okay. We'll yeah. see. Let's get started uh, on this album with uh, a song. I don't know uh, singles or anything. Do they have like typical singles? I don't know how... I don't, I, I don't know this band. I don't know how popular they I are. I don't think, and, and not really in the U.S., um, I don't think, because they didn't get, like... They're Scottish, right? They signed... Or a Swedish. Swedish. I couldn't remember. They signed with Roadrunner um, in 2006 for not... Let's see, they had two more albums after this, and then they had the Ghost Reveries tour, which is the first time that I saw them. Yeah. Um, and then they signed with Roadrunner. So if that tells you anything, you know, it's like Roadrunner was pretty much, you know, they pick up just about any new metal or... They did niche on the scene. So. They also opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people, but they also took on so many bands at some point that like some of them were like, "Who the fuck is this?" And then some <laughs> yeah. of them are like, "Slipknot." <laughs> yeah. So it was that free CD that used to come with the other CDs. Oh, that's yeah. all. Oh yeah, Roadrunner samplers. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get started with the Leper Affinity. The Leper Affinity. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you seen Opeth? I've only I- seen him once live. Okay. I've kind of seen him twice did you how do, what does that mean i saw okay devil driver played a show with them and i don't think they were the main state i don't think they were the main act either i think opeth was in support for another band so it was like devil driver opeth and then some other band and i think this was 2004 i know they were doing some stuff with cradle of filth for a while ah i definitely didn't watch cradle of filth if they were there so i went for <laughs> devil driver and Dez from Devil Driver, who is also Dez from Coal Chamber. Big Chuck. Um, <laughs> I need that, that, though. I, that was my least favorite song on the album, but I also need that. To, I need Ooh. you to do that so you remind me who Devil Driver even is. I'll get back into it in a second. His death metal vocals are so good. Yeah. I did not expect that. I didn't really know Opeth, but I just wanted to say that while he was singing. So I saw Devil Driver. We went for Devil Driver. Dez went, come meet us out back. And then Kent and I looked at each other and went, well, we don't need to see Opeth, right? <laughs> and then we went to the back and we got high with Dez instead of uh, watching Opeth. So I was at the show, but I didn't see them. Uh, and then later I saw this tour called Sounds of the Underground, I think it was. And I went for Guar and uh, Opeth was there. And I did watch that, but I don't really remember the show. That would have been a good show. It was a good show, but I spent the rest of the day like chafed and soaked because Guar <laughs> was early in the fucking day. Yeah. And you know, I'm in the pit getting soaked. So then I was like, oh, I'm miserable for the rest of the day. I didn't think about this. So that's what I remember. I also remember getting high with the guy from Guar that day, too. <laughs> we get you places, man. Yeah. <laughs> and just uh, being an outgoing person. I like weed. I've never smoked weed with anybody famous. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. We did uh, we did walk up on Doug uh, Benson, Doug Benson <laughs> and I That's forgot easy. about that. Yeah, that was fun. But anyway, this guy's vocals, I was not expecting them to be... First of all, I didn't expect this album to be so clean-sounding. Yeah. Like, there's metal, there's death metal that's, like, dirty-sounding, rugged-sounding, rough-sounding. Sometimes you can't even tell what fucking notes they're playing because it's just so gringy. I think, uh, you know, Stephen Wilson... 
I read about this Steven Wilson yeah, he, guy. He actually Today. helped him produce this album. So. Is that why it's clean? I, I think Who so. Who is this Wilson dude besides the um, volleyball in Castaway? He, he's done a lot of... And Wilson uh, Wilson. I'm not too familiar with him, but I've, I've seen a lot of his work that he uh, produced. He actually did a Jethro Tull release of an album he produced. I think it was Heavy Horses, actually. The circle continues yeah. right yeah. back to Jethro Tull. By the way, Wilson Wilson was on the other side of the fence and never showed his face. Does that? Uh, I know. I, I didn't okay. know what she said at first, and then I went, oh, she said Wilson Wilson. <laughs> Home improvement for those who don't know what do we're you, talking about. Do you remember that episode where it showed him like afterwards? It was like the last show, and he held a little, <laughs> he held a little mini fence, a little mini fence in front of his face. <laughs> Which is so funny because you can just look the guy up and look him up as an actor. So see his gorgeous face. Rob, what do you think? I mean, you know that Sam likes metal, and it's not my thing. What do you think we thought of this? Um, well, I wasn't. I, I knew it wasn't your thing, but I knew that it is kind of even though it's. Their earlier stuff is more classified as death metal. Mm-hmm. You know, they they really can't fit into a genre, you know, of themselves. Yeah. And I would consider this more melodic death metal than anything. And you know, I think Opeth has something a lot to offer, you know, for different groups mm-hmm. because it isn't always just screaming. And so, yeah. in fact, some of my favorite songs are some of the the softer, slower songs. But I, I was I was wondering. I, I knew, like I said, I was like, well, it's got death metal in it, so Sam might like it. I was like, but it does get kind of slow sometimes. <laughs> So I, I listen to Dream Theater. <laughs> yeah. I expected to hate it, and I don't like the really like the first part of this song. It's real like and like all that. That is what I don't like. This album was not as bad as I expected it to be. It really was an easier list, a much easier listen than I expected, and I was, and I think it's because there's a lot to it, and there absolutely, and I think with stuff like this, I need stuff like that. Yeah. So. I think you too, you too, and I thought this entire time I was listening to the album, all my favorite parts are Michelle's least favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> and then with you, I was like, I didn't realize you got this death metal I don't remember you being this death metal I also didn't. I was kind of surprised yeah, by I that. I know you liked like In Flames. Yeah. And, well, that, and like Arch Enemy. Death metal has always been kind of, like I said, it's it's a niche genre for me. And it's like, I, I can only listen to it so often. You know Pick what I mean? Pick and it's choose. Like, You've got little yeah. samples. And like this, but this to me, I mean, this was kind of my natural progression from like listening to stuff like uh, Yes and Jethro Tull when I was younger. And then, you yeah, know, you're already in progressive shit. Yeah. So to me, this is more of an experience than it is, you know, just listening to an album. It's like, because of the way it flows, you know, it's like, like you said, it does have its ups and downs and it's. It's just, I mean, it's beautiful. It's, it's more interesting that way, I think, instead of it just being the same sound the whole time. And most artists are the same thing all the way through the album. So I think it makes it a little more interesting when it's not a genre that I'm necessarily into to have different things going on. And I never think it sounds like, well, I can't say that specifically, but it's never like super cheesy or it's never super macho. It's just... It, it feels like it's telling a story more than anything. It's definitely a story feel going on. I was going to say the word story. She said it. I'm going to jump on it. Like, it definitely feels more like a grand thing than yeah. just like... It's an experience. Let's like, moss too, dude! Like you said, it's an experience. Yeah, it is an experience. Um, obviously, everyone knows my least favorite parts are like the clean <laughs> stuff. But the benefit of the clean stuff is they like to get a little creepy with it. That's oh, what yeah. helps me with it. Now, I don't like the guy's singing voice in general. 
I like clean vocals, but there's just I just don't like his for some reason. I'm not like it's like hair, kind of, but like oh, I've never even heard that in it. See, well, uh, no, but it's it, uh, I can't do it well. <laughs> I, I think it's amazing. Like I, yeah. I don't know, I, I really something attached me to that, and I've never heard like anybody that's done like death metal like from what I've listened to, and then I can transition into like Is you he know clean that? like that. I thought it was the Wilson guy doing the clean vocals. That's what I read. No, he does some. He, okay. The the other guy does the uh, the backup. I think the rhythm guitar player does some backup rhythm. vocals. Rhythm. Sorry. <laughs> I heard rhythm for rhythm. some reason. <laughs> They've got the rhythm. So so while I was not liking his voice, I was like, but Sam, it's he's singing well. You just don't like the timber. I literally just don't oh, like the timber yeah. of his voice. He's a very good singer. I can't fucking sing like that. And it's just left of Dream Theater. Yeah. It's just left of Symphony X. In a oh, good I'm, way. It hasn't gone to the cheesier yeah, way. It's gone... I agree with all that. I would almost rather it be a little dirtier, like a Lane Staley voice is what I would prefer in the clean vocals. Yeah. I still don't like... So you still want like I a rasp? Like a little bit. Just a, just a wee bit. Nothing like... Not this, obviously. I mean, I would prefer this, obviously. <laughs> well, it's interesting because after Ghost Reveries... Um, When's that? That would be in 2006. Okay. Um, they progressively get softer. So that's what I thought. I thought yeah. I tried to check out Opeth one time, and I was like, "This whole album is just like soft acoustic music at this point." Yeah, they become this mellow stoner sort of metal sort of really? thing, you know, like not like doom metal, but you know, like it's more stuff like the the acoustics going and weird organ sounds. And well, good for them in that world that they're not like, we have to make this so we can keep our fans happy. They're like. Look, if you want to go along for the ride, come along for the ride. Other than that, this is what we're doing, man. (laughs) So I noticed when I found, I picked a song from their first album to go out to break and a song from their most current album to come back. Cool. And I did notice that on the the first album, and I think it's still happening here, the songs are really long and kind of not indulgent in a negative way necessarily, because I think that it it fits, even though it's not, I mean, for me, it's kind of like, okay, but it's still, it's not as bad as some... 10, 12 minute songs. It doesn't feel noodly. It feels like it's intentionally going somewhere. But yeah. the, li- the the most recent album, the songs are more standard length. It's more ah. like four to six minutes. Interesting. So they've also kind of changed that as well. I think they um, unless they told they they feel they told all their long stories. <laughs> they to. Maybe they're like, look, we don't have to put the fucking metal part in this song anymore, so now we can just. Make it shorter. <laughs> I know when they went to Roadrunner, they had a lot of people like accusing them of like selling out, you know, and which you know because kinda, of the Roadrunner name or well, the they, style change. Beep, beep. The Roadrunner name because they <laughs> they wanted they wanted a bigger distribution in the U.S. Yeah, which is why they went with it. But you know, and they thought, well, you know, we already got eight albums out. You know, <laughs> it's it's like they were they were eight albums out by the time they go to Roadrunner. Yeah, well, Holy they started like shit. in '90, I think, but they had a different singer at first. But he didn't last long. Yeah, he's the guy that, like started the band. Yeah, the guy, yeah. right. They pretty much just all... he's going to be the guy we hear on the first album, I assume. Now, the first album, I think it said it came out in '95. That guy should be on. Unless there was something. I mean, they could have had stuff that weren't was that wasn't released like big. Orchard, I think. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I go. I go how back. Many, how many albums do they have now? I think I. Oh, God, I think they have 13 total. They like music. (laughs) (laughs) Which really, in like, um, what, 30 years? That's not a lot. I I mean, it is, but it's not. Because some people pump albums out like crazy. 
And then some people just do like one every five years. I'm 37 and I've released three. <laughs> yeah. You also don't really do that stuff. You don't keep up with it. You have so many different hobbies and interests that you don't put all of your time into one thing anymore. And a day job. And a day job. Got to get rid of that day job. (laughs) Yeah, things get saying that for years. (laughs) Got to get rid of that day job. (laughs) I cannot support us both. (laughs) I'll just sleep out in the back, (laughs) rummage through beetles and eat those. Time to hit the street corner. Yeah, right. (laughs) Hey, who wants to fuck me? (laughs) If you spin it around like a helicopter, it might get people's attention. Like, Oh, you meant my dick. I thought you meant me. Spin around like a helicopter. Just turn around like a model. (laughs) Uh, Let's move along to Bleak. Give us a twirl. (laughs) Okay. Wow. When I was in jail, I didn't want to tell this, but I will. When I was in jail, I had long hair. I still have long hair. I have long hair again now, but it was before I cut it the first time. And I was in jail, and I had... Like taking a shower, and I didn't tie it up, and I fucking walked out to the main pod, and all the guys were like, "Hey, girl, give me a spin, give me a twirl." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> Nobody tried to fuck me, but there was that one guy who kept like taking ten showers a day, and we're all like, Ugh. "You keep reading romance novels and taking a shower." <laughs> Weird shit's going on. Yeah. Stop jerking off ten times a day, dude. Do you think he just ran the water and then jerked off into the drain? But yes. like, didn't actually stand in the shower. Just stood like on the outside no, of the shower. I think he stood in the shower. Oh, so he got like naked and wet every time. I'm pretty sure. That's annoying. There was like a little hallway. You got you had to be in the shower to be using the drain. He's just like and soaping would... up, staring at you. That means he could definitely sell his <laughs> dick if it works like that. If he can jerk off ten fucking times a day. He said he was doing it because his back hurt, so he'd run the hot water on his back. And we were like, wait, you're reading romance novels. Stop reading romance novels and go into the bathroom. Oh, it wasn't in the shower. So. <laughs> holding the, holding the novel up. Did everyone avoid showering at the same time as him? Well, there was only two showers. One was for cooking ramen noodles, and one was for showering. And, uh, you know, cooking they ramen. would say, wear your sandals in the shower because you don't want to step on dead baby heads. Oh. Um all this jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> but guys got, are disgusting. The guy got kicked out of the pod because I was taking a shower and I walked out and he was standing where you should not be standing. And he was like, how's the water? And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> and then I walked away and I told two guys. And before you know it, the whole pod knew. He went to go take a shower. That guy or the rest of the pod packed that guy's shit up and put it by the front door and hit the intercom. And they were like, you got to get this guy out of here or else it's going to be a problem. So two cops show up, and they're just standing there, and the guy gets out of the shower, and they're like, you're coming with us. And he's like, what did I do? And he's just like wearing a towel. That sucks for him, even though he's a weirdo, but I do really like that jails will do that because they don't want someone to die. Oh, that the cops came down. Yeah. Because that looks bad if you have someone die in your jail. So to <laughs> I say, I don't want to like, go to the hole. <laughs> I need to get this guy moved to a different area. Uh, they, oh, I mean, from what jail shows I've watched, like 60 days in and stuff like that, it, they, everyone seems to be very active when things like that are said. You have to. But yeah, no, I, I, just, <laughs> I just like that, that that they're not just like, nah, you guys just sort it out on your own. You've got the dog like right next to your feet. You're up. She's a good girl. Uh, Sometimes. There's been a lot of progressive tones in this album that remind me a lot of bands I already listened to. One, I already said it, Dream Theater. Two, I already said it, Symphony X. But I'm hearing a band called Humphreys McGee 
Really? A lot. Have you ever yeah, heard of this band? That up to I, me. I've heard of it, you know, only through what you've got with like the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, yeah. It's like, but I'm not a big, uh, I haven't went out of my way to listen to them. They never get death metal, but like this section, just before, like they'll get into those like, it's that prog sound. Yeah, that little prog, and they're. They're a jam band, but they have enough metal tones that it gets into that metal world, but they're never like, Ugh. They're more like this, honestly. Yeah, it's just too clean for me. Too clean? <laughs> See, I like this is one of my favorite parts of the song. Oh, I prefer this cleanliness over... Let's see, what's a cleanliness I can't stand? Don't know. I'll I don't come know, up with an example but I'll later. say I don't... I didn't think that this was as cheesy as I normally would, and I think it's because he's singing with a real voice. He's not putting anything on. He's not trying to be like, or whatever. Like, it just, and he's not being like whiny and emo. Sure. Really? <laughs> I think I'm just saying I appreciate that. I think it sounds more genuine. It's certainly not those great Ian Anderson vocals. <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah. But you can't compare what they're doing to anybody else. Yeah. You can only compare them to themselves. And I think for what it is, it could be way worse. Like I oh, said, I was surprised that I didn't hate it as much as I usually hate the stuff you give me. <laughs> <laughs> you know I like dirt and uh, ugly. <laughs> it was almost going to be Iced Earth. but Oh, she would have hated it. We already did Iced Earth. <laughs> I think we did an yeah. Iced Earth album. Horror show. Which one were you going to bring? I don't know. It was going to be one of their later albums. Later? Yeah. Wow. Without... What's his nuts on it? Well, Tim Ripper Owens. You I gonna also, go Tim Ripper Owens on me? I also consider Demons of Wizards, but ooh, <laughs> God, what's that guy's fucking name? I can't remember his. <laughs> that name. That sounds like Holy a fucking no. blast. Oh, Demons you, and Wizards. You would, you would hate Demons. You want to like, set up a fucking board game and <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, what it would look like. That's what it sounds like to uh, me. I love, I love that kind of fantasy metal. Of de- <laughs> I, I don't like fantasy anything. I don't she like doesn't. fantasy movies. The only uh, fantasy thing she likes is a game that she plays on her phone where she because <laughs> it's mindless. Has dragons. <laughs> it has nothing to do with dragons. I just merge things constantly. Dragoons. <laughs> Dragoons. Uh, all this stuff is so dream theatery. You know what I'm talking about? You ever yeah. This is theater? almost like right. bluesy yeah. here. Yeah. This well, this yeah. is like this is enjoyable. I like this I don't stuff. think that this is cheesy. This also sounds like tantric or uh, I know the breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of this stuff too, it's like, you know, there's a few albums where they start getting slower. Um, and it's just good to like chill music, you know, like it's something I can put on, you know, traditionally it was usually Sunday when I was hungover and, you know, just trying to go about my business for the rest of the day. You know what I mean? I just throw some Opeth on in the background and <laughs> just relax. It also gives you a nice charge every once in a while. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Headache's coming back once you get back to that soft part. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hangovers. I do not miss those at all. Yeah, I went a little margarita heavy on Friday, and I wasn't hungover yesterday, but I just felt sluggish. But I still like got everything done that I needed to, so it's fine. A yeah. little bit of slowness that you feel, but you're not like, oh. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't understand how people are like. Yeah, I drank like ten beers last night. I'm like, how is that possible? It's pretty easy. See? How about twenty? Oh my god. Yeah, I just I don't think I can physically drink that much. So it's a I, lot of liquid. I went up and I saw a buddy of mine uh, up in Chicago and. This was a couple months ago, and we haven't hung out in a while, and we ended up drinking 70 beers that <laughs> night, and on top of that, we had, like, shots of liquor and some bourbon, 
and I felt like death. I was gonna say, how's the next day? You don't like even you don't just look tough. You fucking are tough. <laughs> it felt Jesus. It, it took me like a couple days to get right again. Oh, like, I believe that. I it do gets worse that. and worse as you get yeah. older too. Like, I didn't drink for like a month after that. I was like, <laughs> my liver needs a break. I need, <laughs> had enough that night. I should have died. <laughs> well, Sam jokingly offered me one of my beverages when he was in the fridge yesterday. Like. You want one of these? Absolutely not. <laughs> I find the hair of the dog works quite well. <laughs> it doesn't take as much to make me feel bad, though, so I have to be careful. But I think I would be good with once Indiana, which will never happen, legalizes marijuana, I- I'd quit drinking. Really? I would. I'd switch over. I just do both. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like popping gummies. Yeah. <laughs> I eat them like they're just regular gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. I really wish that gummies packed the... Are not gummies, but edibles packed the punch that I needed them to. I think you're just so steeped <laughs> in THC. I think that's part of you it. You need to take like a month off and then try edibles, and then you'll be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I know when I took my break and I smoked that joint like I was... Oh, I'm, didn't yeah, take that's any happened break, to me, too. I was like... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> when was it ever like this? And she used to be like this all the time. Yeah. You like thought you saw like a telephone pole, pole move or something that one time. I can hear my heartbeat. <laughs> I could, and then I saw somebody at the gas station. They were talking to me, and I was just in my head like, I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> this fucking tone rules. He's got a, a supremely good death metal voice. He can do the. Nice highs. He's getting to those nice... And the distortion in his voice is good, and it's not... It's clean. ...put on by yeah. a computer. Yeah. It's in his throat. You can hear it in his throat. Like, that's why I don't understand how he, like, keeps his his vocal structure, you know what I mean? It's like years of doing death metal. A lot of guys just do death metal, you know what I mean? A lot of guys do it wrong, though. He sounds like he's doing it correctly. He's also not doing it the whole time. It's true. Yeah. You know who always impressed me like that was... uh. Cud from uh, Mudvayne. Oh, yeah. He was always really good at being like, yeah! And then suddenly he'd be like, oh, no, no. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, somebody was like, he gurgles rocks with <laughs> yeah. oil in his throat. I heard that. Like, it was like motor oil. Like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, gravel and motor oil. Yeah, That's Jesus Christ. Kids believe anything. We probably heard it from the same guy. Yeah, he who shall not be named. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think that is. That's who I did hear. Who has been named multiple times. Doesn't he? You know, it, it was, senior's son. <laughs> just gonna... He is litigious. That's the only thing that scares me. I know for I a didn't fact. Say anything bad about well, him. no, but I'm just saying I know he's litigious, so I want to make sure we don't say his name. Voldemort. <laughs> Did he have a face on the back of his head? <laughs> uh, I like that song. My whole thing as I was listening to this album, I'd be like, I'd go through it and I'd be like. I like this part. Eh, this is okay. I like this part. And then the song would be done. And then I'd go, I liked that song. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wouldn't think of it in parts. Because then nothing really got stuck in my head. Feelings got stuck in my oh, body. Yeah. It wasn't See, really like riffs. It was like well, that's a, you emotions. Know, yeah, and that, that I thought about that last night when I was doing another run through this. I was like, man, this is, you know, it is an emotional experience. Like, And I listened to, although the, the lyrics are like, you know, real, sometimes can be cryptic you know, and, and poetic, you know, if you read them, but I never followed Opeth just for the lyrics, you know, it was always the emotional music piece of it, you know, and that's what drew me into them. I agree. I agree with that. Cause so one of the lyrics was about like strangling somebody <laughs> yeah. and you're like, but the way it's written, it's poetic. It's 
thought about it. It's not Cannibal Corpse, which I fucking love. Cannibal Corpse was like, I can't be You're dead now. <laughs> They're like, the mist lines around your neck. I ain't. I don't remember what they're saying, but they were writing about it way more poetically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like. I would like this band to do a Cannibal Corpse cover, and I would like Cannibal Corpse to do an Opeth cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that is... Michelle would love that as well. <laughs> Michelle would like to move along to the I, next. I cannot song. imagine Cannibal Corpse Harvest. doing any sort of clean tone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'd be really good at it. You don't know. Maybe. I read that like he hidden talent. wrote a lot of this album in studio. Uh, <laughs> that he had some riffs, he had some parts of songs, but when they got in it, they were totally willing to just like deconstruct them and like extend them out and feel them more, I guess is what I was going to say. Because of that fucking Wilson guy. Yeah, yeah, that uh, Wilson Wilson. Yeah, I think I, I read the same thing. Oh, Wikipedia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also read an interview with him. He was 20 years later on this album. He was just like, I wish I remembered more. I didn't think at the time this would be Harold. Because it's on, like, list is like the greatest metal album of all time. So, I got a really funny story about that. Okay. This, this is actually when I saw them live for the first time. We were all excited. I think Dan Gibbs went with, remember Lance? Lance yeah, Nimsack? Lance Nimsack? Yeah. I fucking love Lance Nimsack. So, Hilarious. So this Nimsack? Nimsack? Yeah, you'd never meet know it by the way it's spelled but <laughs> yeah. yeah Lance it's, Nimsack it's Nims okay yep. the Iron Russian hysterical guy he uh so we all go down there and uh we went to we saw him at Headliners down in Louisville which okay. I don't know if you've ever been down there I don't but, think I have oh it's an awesome it's like it's a smaller club so it was just like perfect for the band hmm. it's just like the, the sound filled up the space but this was in 2006 so this came out what 2001 I think uh, yeah sure. I think I so look it up. so you guys are like just right out of high school Oh, yeah, this yeah. is, uh, I think I was yeah. 19. I still had a mohawk. March 12. You know? <laughs> I forgot you had a mohawk. Eyebrow piercing. Yeah. 2001. 2001. All right, so. So we go down there, and uh, there's this big sloth-looking hillbilly in there that, uh, you know, he's like, the entire time they're playing, they're promoting their new album, you know, his Ghost Reveries tour. And this dude is just in the back, and he's just, like, all sweaty, looking sloth-like, and he's like, the entire time, Blackwater Park. You know, he just kept screaming it. You know, and, it's like, <laughs> and so, and everybody's just like, "Dude, just shut up." You know, and it's like, because everybody's like trying to enjoy the show, and he's just like, "Oh." You know? So finally, the, uh, you know, they look out, and he starts to, um, Michael the singer starts to play a little bit of it. You know, he had the acoustic, and and uh, the bass player just looked at him like, "Fuck no!" He's like shaking his head. You know, it's a kick off. But you got, I mean, they're. You know, ten minute songs, and, yeah. and it was like four albums ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they've yeah. been they've been practicing Do I even know this anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Wait, so he played it because of that guy? Yeah, because I think it was more or less he was going to play it to get him to shut up. But <laughs> yeah. wow, so did they play the whole song? No, they played like he played like five seconds of the oh. start, and then the bass player's like, nope. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I didn't know if he looked back and he was like, sorry, we're going on. I'm pretty sure the drummer probably didn't. Like, I, that was. He wasn't even with them when they did. The drummer oh, was fuck. replaced. So he's and a band like this and such progressiveness, if you aren't rehearsed on it, you're not just going to fucking wing it. Yeah, it's like, I'm just going to throw down a basic 4-4 beat and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah right, right. Oh, we're at the acoustic part. Sorry, I kept playing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they, uh, and Lance, he, he's in, uh, he just looks at me at one point and he just gets real serious and he's like, oh no. And he's like, I'm going in. And he slaps me on the back and he's like, 
and he's like running towards the pit and I just see like these skinny Kentucky boys go flying you know it's like as he's just like tearing into the pit Blast is a pretty big boy yeah. oh yeah that's <laughs> Kenny Kentucky but, boys yeah. flying. <laughs> I like that. Oh, man. Oh, shucks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell! <laughs> oh, this is a really good show, though. It's, it's, pit dynamics are so funny. Like, I remember this one guy that would just... He was gigantic, like muscly and tall. Just like everything about him was huge. And he, he would not be there the beginning of the set and then if he wanted to be at the front he'd just come up and be like and just like physically move <laughs> everybody and then just stand in the front and the center and you'd be like how, how did I just get moved I just literally just got dis, like displaced and then show would be done and he'd walk back out and we'd be like alright we're not letting him back again if he does that and then band starts and all, all of a sudden you're like fuck I'm being moved <laughs> how is this guy doing this <laughs> And I remember people like pushing against him, but he'd just be like, it looked like we were doing nothing to him. He's like sliding through like butter. In my memory, he was like six foot nine. <laughs> Picks you up. Yeah. Each arm was as wide as me. <laughs> he did. He literally, I remember, he literally picked me up. He picked a lot of people up. He'd just be like, it wasn't just shoving to the side, it was literally moving them. It was wild. And each pit is like so different depending on what band you see. It's true. You know, it's there's true. like, in each like, you know, it's like you have like unspoken rules for each band. You know, Absolutely. What's acceptable. And general mosh pit rules. Like, Guy on the ground, get him up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I took a knee to the uh, to the jaw one time because I fell in a Knock pit. You down. I got picked back up, but man, it jarred me good. Oh yeah. I was like seeing out stars. Of the pit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, where's the exit? <laughs> yeah. Help. <laughs> what's the roughest pit? Was that the roughest one? That was pretty bad. That was when I saw Slipknot. Um, but I think the roughest one was for Lamb of God. Lamb of God pit. It was roughest. just brutal. And you would think that, because I saw Lamb of God and Slayer in the same show, and you'd think that Slayer would be more rough. It's more headbanging when it's It was Slayer. headbanging, and it was like marching. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I don't know if it was like. Cause it's got so, much more of an Aryan feel. Yeah, those, those <laughs> strange Aryan people that showed up, you know. Yep. And it's like, oh, God, here they are. Yeah. You know? Yep, that's got a little of that issue. And you're like. But you know Tom Araya, the singer's not white, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, I know they use that eagle a lot. They did use that eagle a lot. Yeah. Uh, my roughest mosh pit, and it's fucking insane every time I say it. Eve 6. Really? Yes. I was all on my pride. I would choke on the run. <laughs> I got fucked up at an Eve 6 concert. And Daniel Beasley got accused of stealing some lady's wallet. Are you serious? Neil Evans, in my memory, punched the guy. strong hand? <laughs> no, he used that tiny little hand to get into spaces and steal people's wallets. Oh, no. That's not real. <laughs> oh, I bet he could get stuff out of vending machines. He did get stuff oh, out of vending machines. Um, <laughs> but he got this big guy who's like, you're trying to steal my wife's wallet. And Daniel was like, what, the, what? What are you talking about? It was a mosh pit. I just got pushed into her. You're trying to steal my wife's wallet. Leave, and then leave I, that stuff in the car. I, I swear to God, I might be wrong, and I need to corroborate this with Neil Evans. I swear to God, Neil Evans punches the guy, and <laughs> we just fucking run. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, Neil saw a cheap shot, and he was yeah. like, I gotta get this guy out of here. Neil's like the, one of the nicest guys. You're like, I can't imagine him I decking know, somebody in the face. This is, this is in his day where he's kind of like, Getting a little wild though, like oh, he's yeah. gotten into metal now. Yeah, he's tried a little bit of weed. Yeah, and like I'm gonna punch a guy today. 
<laughs> that guy was big too, and we just ran. <laughs> it was a dual stage too, so like one band would set up on the other while this band was playing. We just ran to the other fucking stage <laughs> and got ready. It's a good time. Team six. I might be wrong about that though. I might have just made it up that Neil punched a guy in the face. But I'm we'll sticking have to, to contact it. Neil Uncle. Neil would be good on this podcast. <laughs> I heard Neil killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to lay low for a while. <laughs> Neil does need to lay low for a while. He races right. cars now. He races cars? I, I've seen that. I see every once in a while I get on Instagram see the wow. stuff he's doing. Yep. He's like scary. He jiu-jitsu and stuff. Yeah. You know? I'm like, man, this dude's yeah. living a good life. Bunch of people in the face of the pit. That was the <laughs> yeah. first. He was like, jiu-jitsu! <laughs> that gave him the confidence to, yeah. to race cars. <laughs> All right. We're going to listen to one more song before we take a break. Cool. It's almost 11 minutes, so cool. it's not a little song. <laughs> uh, the Drapery Falls. It's a good one. The Drapery Falls. <laughs> Let's make some tea. <laughs> some tea. Swedish death bell, Michelle. You know this is a thing, right? Of course. It's enormous over there. We used to tell people we were from Sweden when we would play in Cadbury Spasm <laughs> and we would show up to shows and then nobody knew us. We'd get on the mic and be like, Hello! We are Cadbury Spasm and we are from Sweden! <laughs> we are true Swedish death metal! <laughs> That's hilarious. Why does that make me think of Metalocalypse? <laughs> it's probably because we were watching a lot of Metalocalypse and we just stole the Swiss Guard fucking... I heard they got a so new album out. They're getting a new album out and a new movie. Oh, they. it's awesome. It's funny to say they. Because <laughs> yeah. it's... Death Clock's got a new yeah. album coming out. How many people... Is it, I mean, does Brendan use more people than himself? He uses Gene Hoagland on the drums. He plays the guitars himself. He probably gets some special guest solos. Well, he doesn't do say. all the voices. Yes, he does. Oh, of the, of the band? I thought you were asking no, the music. Of the band. Of the band? He does two of the voices. He does Nathan Explosion. Yeah. And then, I don't know who else. But, I'm, I mean, he's the music man. I miss him. I don't oh. know him, but I miss him. He used to be on a comedy podcast all the time, and he was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Brandon Small is just hysterical in general. And he hasn't been on in... Like a decade or something. It's been a long time. A decade? But he's a very funny person. Very funny and talented. Uh, I want to ask you about, did the kick drum annoy you in this thing? I know the kick can get a little uh, clicky for you. Does this sound like cool? I thought that I didn't really like it as much in the beginning of the first song. But I think it's, I it doesn't really bother me so much. Like I said, I think because it switches things up that it doesn't happen long enough. It's hard to listen to an entire album where it's like da, 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 like the same fucking <laughs> yeah. sound constantly. It's tough. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't know how you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's therapeutic, man. It's therapeutic. No, it stresses me out. It's It has the opposite effect. I will say this. Most people I know that are into that kind of stuff also kind of play that stuff. So they're yeah. like looking at it from like a technical thing. It's how I got into that shit. And I don't like all death metal. Every bit of it. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm kind of like Adam Cutter. Adam Cutter always said, like, I just need the best examples of these types of bands. So, like, Adam only listens to, like, a handful of death metal bands because he's like, these are the best. I really don't need to get into the subgenre. Got my technique down. I- yeah, I don't really need to listen to 
a glorified testicle monster when I can just listen to Morbid Angel. Uh. <laughs> That's how he always. That was did something it. that but annoyed like, me, though. Dude, check out glorified testicle. Because <laughs> then there'd be like this band or this thing that's good, and if it's not one of the best, he'd be like, "Nah." Yep. And it's just like you got to give it a you're chance. You're missing things. Yeah. Like that's the the you're this missing. This might be things. the best, and you just think that's the best. Just because someone said that these are the best. But I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying, but I don't necessarily fully agree. Michelle, how much would it take to get you to drink a C4 energy drink? Well, I think it would taste bad, but that has the amount of caffeine that one of those caffeine pills oh, really? that I take have in it. You gotta drink a whole one of those to get one of your caffeine pills? This is my third one this morning. This morning? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. I had a few IPAs last night. I needed to wake up. Uh, do, you, do you buy it by the case? No, okay. I, th- I, th- I considered it, though. I was about to say, it sounds like you need to, because those are not cheap. I need to stop <laughs> do drinking them. Do they taste good to you, or do you just need the caffeine? So, a lot of it's the caffeine, but the ghost ones are just, I mean, they are phenomenal. Ooh. The ghosts, they make literally like, it's like blue warhead flavor yeah, and shit like that. It's like the huh. stuff you used to drink when you were a kid, you know? Like, remember those wheelbarrow drinks, you know, that are like yeah. pure sugar? It's kind of like that. Oh, shit, nobody's explained it to me like that. <laughs> yeah. and like, it, like the blueberry one, it's like, oh... Sparks you up. Yeah, get that. I need that. Jimmy some, drinks some ghosts. mornings. That's so. how I know about him. Jimmy drinks ghosts, and I'll pick him up a ghost from there, and I just get in the blue one, and he'll be like, "Oh, it's delicious. You need to try him." And I'm like, eh. I feel like every person that drinks energy drinks though is like somewhat highly addicted to them. Like you always see them, they're like crushing like eight cans of a day. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think Jimmy drinks one before workout in the morning, and then after workout, and then one for like lunch. <laughs> And then yeah. one around two thirty. It's an expensive habit too, because they're like three bucks a can. You know. It's, wow. It's the legal man's cocaine. I was gonna say <laughs> you're only supposed to have like four hundred milligrams a day of, of caffeine. This so is, you've already exceeded your limit. This could be why I have insomnia issues. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I yeah, really that, like. That, that. I will say this: when they do the soft stuff and they set up what the riff is going to be heavy. It really fucking pays off for me when it's like feeds in. mellow into it, and then they finally hit, and yeah. he's like, "Oh my god, oh yeah, there it is." They're the master of the buildup, you know that bridge into it's like, "Yes, <laughs> the master of the buildup." <laughs> well, it is progressive music, Rob. Yeah. I remember somebody complaining about Father Thrash that we called ourselves progressive, and they're like, "Are you progressing anywhere though?" And I was like, "Holy shit, I've never thought about that. I thought progressive music was just I take a bunch of riffs and throw them together." But you're right. Progressive music, like, tells a story. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, people think that, like, metal is, like, a bunch of untalented... Humphreys. This big Humphreys McGee riff right here. Okay, I don't feel that, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Zach Humphreys. <laughs> I'm talking to Zach. But you interrupted him. Now apologize. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> Apology accepted. Okay. <laughs> um... So anyway, <laughs> I was waiting. It's just uh, like like progressive metal. A lot of people like when they look at the genre of metal, especially people that don't understand it. You know, they label it as like you know untalented individuals. You know, they're like they're just yelling and screaming in the mic and all. This. Yep. But they don't realize that like, and especially with songs like this. I mean, this is more written on the lines of a classical piece. You know, it's you know there is some heart, soul, and talent that goes into this. You know, absolutely. This is one. Of- that's always irritating when people question like a metal guy's talent, and I would be like, 
I could argue that he's probably more talented than the guy you're listening to. Oh, yeah. Because my guy can probably play what your guy can play. But your of- guy can't play what my guy can play. <laughs> Some of them are classically trained, you know. I mean, look at look at Randy Rhodes back in the day. Fuck. You know? Uh, you know. Shredder. A lot of them are not even, are classically, like, instructed, like, musical notation-wise. Like, they understand music theory. They're not just sitting there going, this sounded fun. They're literally sitting around nerding out like, let's write a song at a diminished scale. <laughs> right, guys? It's like, every once in a while, I listen to math rock, and I just love it. Yeah. You know? I like math stuff. That's why I don't ever say that metal sucks. It's just it's not, not for me. Yeah. It would be silly to say that people who play metal aren't talented. And that's why I've got a problem when it's less played stuff that I do go, no, it sucks. They suck. They <laughs> suck at playing their instrument. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they have to play that. Yeah. <laughs> this is all digital. Or that's just what they like. Not I everyone know. likes metal. I, I did say it's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I missed that. But yeah, that's a nice way of saying it. And then here Ooh. we go. Yeah, you're sweating. Hot today. You're working, not to me. I'm comfortable, but I'm not moving like you are. You're very uh, animated. I also had four energy drinks I didn't let you know about this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that their acoustic playing, like if you really like, kind of listen to it a lot, even throughout some of the albums, it all has that same pattern. Like his strum patterns don't change up very much. It's like do 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 do. Sounds like folky. What yeah. you just did. Yeah. Sounded like I'm gonna say it. Ian Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did make the joke to Michelle earlier today. I grabbed my guitar and I went, "Hey Michelle, check it out. I'm Opeth." And I just played like this strummy pattern that had like weird notes in it. And then so, I went, "Look, I can do it again." And then I just did a different one. So me and uh, when I used to hang out with Dan Gibbs a lot when we were playing guitar, like we always joked about like. You know, be like a jazz chord, but we always called it an Opeth chord. You know, <laughs> they're one of the same. It's they're like, one of the same. So just throw the seventh on; it'll be all right. Throw the seventh on. See, nerd now. I'm yeah. fucking note shit. It's a metal thing. Nerding out on note shit. Although, I there's also metal bands that just talk in this. Okay, the riff is one, four, one, three, two. Yeah, and then they're always like, they don't know what. They're talented, they're playing it well, but they're not like thinking of it musically. They're just thinking of it riff-wise. But do you have to? You don't have to. Because uh, it sounds like you don't necessarily need to as long as you... I think if you're like one of those like, uh, you know, you can play it by ear kind of people, you know, yeah. which are really good. But they frustrate me, you know, because I'm like, what key are we in? And they're like, oh, I'm just I playing some chords. Yeah. Like, what chord is that? I have no idea. Sounds good. <laughs> like, that does happen a lot. Um, not a lot of guys who get into metal can read music at all. Yeah. But I will say... If I, sh- I assume most people in music, like who, like singers, probably can't read music. No, probably not. They can probably read like rhythmic notation. Like, I can't, I can't sight read music, but I can sight read the rhythm of it. I could sit there and go, one, and a two, and a three, and a da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But that was doing from like drums. Yeah. I can't sit there and go. <laughs> if you give me a day and I can transcribe it, I can do it for you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't do it on guitar, but I, I could do it. And once upon a time, I could do it on piano and, yeah. oh, and that, that other. That's but that's tough. I haven't Ooh. like sight read music in like twenty years. You yeah. know, yeah. it's like I look at it now and I'm like, oh, that's a, that's an E. That's a yep. C. <laughs> Every good boy does fine. All right, that's an F. <laughs> or my favorite one. For face, you know, it was always face for people. Oh, yeah. Adam made this up in Norton, Mr. Norton's class. <laughs> I say fat Adam Cutter eats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I love that guy. <laughs> I also love that guy. 
All right. So we're... We got a sample? We're going to sample a song from the first album. So this is traditionally more death metal, right? Yeah, this will be a little heavier. I chose this because I thought that the title was funny. The Twilight is My Robe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's quiet. I gotta really turn this up. Early death metal album had production. (laughs) It's a remaster, too. Okay. I thought maybe I was gonna like it more, but do not. Ooh, keep playing. I am. We need to go out to break. Oh, they still had a little, a little softer. I didn't know they had a little soft vibe to them. Still. All right, let's go out on this. It's ethereal. <laughs> it's party. <laughs> I'll be back. Tiny, puny, measly, worthless human. I see you've made it to the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. Your punishment is listening to this. All right, you motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. Too much? Yeah, a little bit. All right, All right you fine people out there. That's right, get ready for a long time coming episode of the Abraham Lincoln Crock Emporium Show. Hit that music. Hey, it's me, Abe Lincoln, I know what you're thinking, yes, I did it with so, but now you're back, it's thanks to the crack, the Abe Lincoln Crack Emporium Show. Oh, people, it feels good to be back. I am your co-host and assistant to the main man himself. I am outrageous Philbin, brother to Regis Philbin, for those that don't know. But let's get to the main point of this podcast. Jesus Little mini podcast. Just get to about- it. I'm getting to it. God damn, you're impatient. Do it. We haven't been back for a while, so I wanted to get my thing in. All right. Here you go, the host of the mostest. That's not how it goes. But anyway, here he is, Abraham Goddamn Lincoln. Yes, yes. Hello. Everyone, it feels so good to be back on the microphone. Um, I know many times I've said, hey, look out in the future, there might be an A podcast coming back at you. But lo and behold, it never happens, does it? But you know what? The life of a crack dealer and crackhead, which is not very like hip nowadays, nope. it's hard, it's hard. Yep, yep. Anyway, enough about me. How are you doing, Outreach? Oh my god, I'm so glad you asked. I've been doing great. Ever since we stopped doing the podcast regularly, which was a while ago at this point, yeah. my life has gone nothing but up, baby. Up to the stars. Oh, what do you mean up? I mean, the last thing I remember is your brother died. Yeah, you blackmailed yeah. him because you had pictures <laughs> of his gigantic penis. Oh, yeah. It's a long story that I don't want to explain again. But explain to me how the life of outrageous Philbin has gone up to the stars. Well, that let's see. That number one is I've given up cocaine, baby. Oh, my God. You're sober? I wouldn't say I'm sober, but I'm not hmm. doing cocaine. Well, I mean, that is something. So Thank if you. you're not completely sober, what are you doing? Um... Uh, Little hesitant to say this on the microphones, but who the fuck cares? All the Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood elites are doing it. I'm doing adrenochrome, baby. Holy yeah. shit! Where are you getting that from? That's some uh, elite stuff. You gotta very. be in circles, like yeah. trusting circles. Small ones. In fact, I heard the circles that you gotta be in. They yeah. make you 
fuck kids. Yep. And then they have that on yeah. camera. And they yeah, didn't tell you. Oh, yeah, this happened to you? Yeah, you want me to tell you about it? Yeah, you finish it. Go ahead. Tell me all about uh, your example uh, or your experience. Example. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got it. It's all cool. Anyway, so yeah. To get to these, first of all, you get invited to this like Hollywood party. I don't even yeah. know how I got the invitation. I might think that they finally were like, hey, let's get Regis Philbin in here. Oh. But Regis is dead, and maybe yeah. they're not smart about those kinds of things. Maybe. You think that they have a circle of fucking kids. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, okay. so I got invited yeah. to this secret Hollywood party. And I get in there, and they're like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Uh, I don't mind this kid right here on the table. And I was like, what the hell's going on with this kid? And they're like, hey, if you don't fuck this kid, we're going to kill you. And I was oh just my like, God. what? I don't want to fuck yeah, that kid. I've never known you to want to fuck a kid. Right? I don't want to have sex with a kid. So anyway, I unfortunately had to have sex with a kid. And then they tell me that there's video cameras at every corner of the room. Oh, no. And that they have video footage of me. Fucking this kid, which oh, I did. Boy. I mean, I didn't want to, but they were going to kill me. What, was I, what can I do? Rage, uh, rage, rage. Yeah, yeah. All I'm hearing is that you had sex with a kid. I don't uh, know how much longer we can let you be on the show. What? And really, I think you've ruined the middle of the podcast by telling us this story. Oh, come on, this is bullshit. Oh, you brought what? it up first. I'm just telling you I have life-hand experience with it. First-hand experience. Listen up, buddy. What? Think of it from my angle. I've got to keep this podcast family friendly. What do you I'm mean family friendly? friendly? It's not family friendly. Yes, it's family friendly. It's never been family friendly. It's always been family friendly. Name oh, one bullshit. time that it wasn't family friendly before. On the old thing? Yeah, when we were doing it on our own feed and not just shoving it in the middle of this poor people's podcast that they were listening to. All right, I've got an example. Here oh, you go. Oh, good. Uh, that episode where I was breaking into the studio at night yeah. because you kicked me off the podcast and then you came in and I had to hide and you jerked off like six fucking times within like but eight minutes, man. Listen and that up. was released as an episode. Yeah, but w- didn't you break into the studio so? and the real episode was a very heartfelt episode that so? no one got to hear the end to? I guess technically that's my fault because yeah. I did hijack your <laughs> podcast. But Redemption is mine. That's true. Oh, All right, I'll again. take that example. But everyone that's listening to this does not a family friendly podcast. Oh, don't yell at me like that. Yeah. You're acting like a fucking teenager. Jesus no, Christ. Not. We've been doing this for too long. We're going too long in the middle yeah. of this podcast. We're sorry, true. everybody. Every time we try to do a podcast, we just end up yelling at each other. And that's what we call comedy. comedy. All right. Thank you for listening. All right. Yes. I'm leaving. Outrageous. Yep. Will you please end the episode correctly for the yep. people? Bye-bye now. All bye-bye. Right. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, buddy. It was good doing a podcast of with you. Of course. Nothing but love. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're going to let you get back to the Couple of Critics podcast now. This is Outrageous Filming saying goodbye. And a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. This is from their most recent album that came out last year. What's the album called? Oh, that, that's more than I was prepared. The song's called Dignity. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, I'm, I can't pronounce this. <laughs> yeah, I can't either. I'll oh, let me get a try. It's, it's Latin, I think. Uh, let me go to the actual album. In Cal of Venom. <laughs> I was like, Venom. In Cal of Venom. Oh my god, it, the album cover looks like, uh... 
This is, looks like a King Diamond album cover. Kind of. It's very the, almost kind of them. It's them, and there's a album cover called, or from an album called Abigail, where it's like a hearse, or it's like that John Carriage fucking thing. Well, it looks like they're going. So they've done this the whole career. It isn't. They haven't really diverted from the style. Because the last song did that. <laughs> from the first album to the most current. But this this is has different. a lot of yes in it, is what I hear. Vocally, yeah. it's totally different. It's almost got some uh, prog genesis in yeah. it, too. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, it's, those are my least favorite parts of prog genesis as well. <laughs> the knife. <laughs> Tell me my lap is about to begin. <laughs> if anyone knows the knife, it's going to be wrong. I don't Jesus. even know that, but that was hilarious. Sounding I, only know, anyway. I only know that shit because of Scott. Stand up and fight. The fuck was his name? <laughs> Scott, Scott Anakin. Anakin. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big he's, Genesis head. Oh, he's just like Mr. Phil Collins over there. <laughs> but prog Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah. Not that. Not I can't dance. Not Susu Studio. <laughs> Not Susu Studio. What a shame. That's a, uh, I equally like that. Ah, <laughs> it can, some of it can be fun when you hear it on the radio and you're just like kind of skimming through and there's nothing else that's really worth listening to. You might stop on a Susu Studio and I'll sing along. I don't give a studio. shit. That, that kind of pop music changed into like the older I get, the more uh-huh. I'm like, eh, yeah. I mean, I'd rather listen to this than a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Let's get going. I Su- feel the Su- same Su- way. I didn't, I didn't love 80s music growing up. I was just kind of like, eh, it's like cheesy and simple. And the more, the older I've gotten, the more I enjoy 80s music. That Hall of Notes just gets that nonstop oh. play. Hall of Notes Hall of Notes is good. <laughs> Hall of Notes. Hall of Notes. Hall of Notes. <laughs> Steely Dan is one that uh, Steely Dan oh, rules. crept in. And now I'm like, <laughs> I wish I could think of a Steely Dan song right Peg? now. Come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do that other one. I heard that at the doctor's office last week. I heard a hint of uh, Michael McDonald in there. With it. Yeah, <laughs> it is Michael McDonald. <laughs> Milk's on sale. I'll twirl. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fucking Michael McDonald one. <laughs> 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 we all got our Michael McDonald impressions yeah. in. <laughs> See, this is why I changed to the stool, Rob. I can't stop moving. I do that. It's because I do a lot of meth. <laughs> I don't. In case there's still that person listening to this podcast that told did their kids that rumor that I did do <laughs> that, meth. That we sold meth. I've never done it. I've never even seen it. Go fuck yourself. I don't know anyway, what it looks like. I was gonna say your teeth look, you know, good for. Uh, I mean, they're gapped, doing... but they look good. <laughs> I also don't think quality-wise, fat people do meth. <laughs> I think you kind of like lose some LBs when you do that because you move around a lot. Some LBs? Yeah. Some Limp Biscuits? Nope. Uh, let's get back into <laughs> this <Limp> album. <clears throat> Dirge for November. Ooh. Why'd you go, ooh? Because this was the, uh, the song that made me first fall in love with this album. And it's the jazzy guitar at the beginning of it, you know, the little solo. Oh, I thought that was like a, like, I, ew. That's what I got from it. That's why I asked. <laughs> No, it was more like a ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah, like Homer with a side of beef. <laughs> Nachos. Or uh, 52 slices of American cheese. 
Moon I, waffle. <laughs> I don't remember this currently. This almost has like a Eddie Vedder vibe. There is a little Eddie Vedder tone in there. Mm-hmm. Tone. Ah. Yeah, just that clean. I do remember this. I enjoyed this. I thought this was pretty. I wonder if that's a Fender Telecaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Kira. I just <laughs> threw out. I actually wanted to say Stratocaster, but I said Telecaster. <laughs> Telly's like the uh, country cousin of, of the street. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah he's not chicken picking. <laughs> chicken picking. <laughs> the old pluck and chuck. Oh, man. <laughs> pluck and chuck. <laughs> Phrases are fun, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. It's what makes the world go round. There was a phrase. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> I had a disappointing uh, Taco Bell burrito this morning. There we go. It's like all potato hmm. and wrap. There's <laughs> like nothing else in it. Jeez. So you're saying Taco Bell's still on point? <laughs> <laughs> They're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one in Greensburg's been shut down like how many times now? Oh, really? No idea. I remember when there was like a someone found a staple in their food. <laughs> Because I was working Jesus in Greensburg Christ. when that happened, and it, like, cut their mouth open. Oh, and I was like, well, I'm never going there again because I don't want to accidentally cut my mouth open. <laughs> staples. Oh. I mean, how many staples can there be in there? That's, I, like, the least of the things <laughs> that could happen if you get a staple in your food. <laughs> yeah, but... God forbid if you swallow that sucker. Yeah, for it's sure. stuck in my ass. <laughs> I can feel it. It's in there somewhere. Rip open your intestines. Do <laughs> real internal damage. Yikes. Oh, Sounds like a cannibal corpse song. <laughs> Swallowed staple! <laughs> I, I love this. This is all very, very prog metal <laughs> Those layered guitars. This sounds definitely more like the experience that we're talking about. I think this is the song, though, that when he comes in, this is kind of that buildup that they're doing. When he starts coming in, like, does the vocals, it feels extra weighted when it gets into that because of this shit. Yeah, I don't they, mean shit in a bad way. I know. I use that word yeah, And it freely. fades in really well. Like, it just creeps up. And it's got a real, like, atmospheric feel that they're really good at doing where they're putting like, reverb on the guitars and stuff, but it doesn't sound cheesy. Yeah. You now reverb and delay can... This. That's <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> the vocals. I've... I'm upset I've slept on his death metal vocals because <laughs> he's not I don't know how to explain it I can hear he's just doing it correctly and he's doing like nice swells through it and he's almost singing screaming you know what I mean like people that don't like screaming just hear noise but yes. if you're into it you can hear like he's doing low notes like, he's using those dynamic notes. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it sounds better. Honestly, I think that there's a cleanness to his voice yeah, that is not. I don't. I don't think it's easy to do in this genre. You know who else has a voice like this? And you're, you're you hated this band. Probably Gojira. You ever listen to Gojira? Real clean metal. The vocals are real heavy, but they're still like 
And that like one Harmonious? Of, one of Kent's. Yeah, he fucking loves. Uh, yeah, I mean, he named his dog Gojira. He says that was more after. <laughs> he said that was more after the movie, but I was like, that's like naming my dog Pantera. <laughs> Terrible name. <laughs> Come here, Pantera. <laughs> Damn it. Do you remember that Beavis and Butthead bit where they're like, watch a Pantera video and it's Phil and Selma screaming? They're like, oh, this dude's pissed. <laughs> He's Whoa. like, Damn it, Pantera. <laughs> Give me a beer. <laughs> I just remember the one where they're watching Stone Temple Pilots and I'm like, whoa. One day, Eddie better get red hair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one, but that's great. There's another band, too, that I listen to that sounds a little bit like this. But it's really interesting to get clean yeah. death metal. It's a very strange thing to say. And it's, it's, it's hard to pull It's the cleanest death metal growl I've ever heard. You know? It is. And I don't hear a lot of effects, either. And it's not... It doesn't sound like he's like hurting himself. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you hear people, even cut from Mudvayne. Sometimes you're like, "That sounds like that hurt, dude." Yeah. It sounds like just like his guitar playing, just like the singing. He's like, "No, I'm good at this. Listen, <laughs> that's like I'm proficient." I was never really good at death death metal vo- vocals, and like I screwed my vocals up trying to do it. You know what I mean? Because I had like this Marilyn Manson sort of sound to me, and it just I just did it all in like the back of my throat just stretching my vocal cords uh, and like now even after years of smoking I can't sing at all you know it's like, yeah. you, know, it's like ugh. you could fuck yourself up doing it wrong and like it also doesn't ever sound good when you're doing it wrong like, yeah. you can tell like, you're just doing, and you lose breath fast and you like, gotta put a lot of effects on it to, you can hear your voice strain yeah. if you're doing it wrong you do you do and that's basically what I did when I was younger. <laughs> I was like, we'll just throw yeah, a little bit of this on there. on there, a little bit of verb. We're all good to go. <laughs> that's why I think some people put this thing on. Watch it, dork. Hey, you know that. This, this tone when they put that green bullet effect on it. Oh, yeah. See, I did that too. I grabbed the mic and... Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 well, that's the fucking traditional death metal thing. Where the dogs to find her? Got time, time to That sounds like he literally had a megaphone, which he did sometimes. He did sometimes <laughs> have a megaphone. <laughs> do you think some of this... Do you ever think some of it gets a little indulgent? Like, this is my example of when... It's not just like I don't like it, but I'm just like... I'm just like, out of it. You're pulling me out of it. You're so... Bring it so down so far. Yeah, like, the energy is just it, lost. Yeah. I, th- I think it does, but sometimes I feel like... It's like a reset. It's more tasteful than other. Yeah, I mean, because you have that transition, but they always bring it back. Like, they bring the theme back towards the end, you know, and then it's like, bam! It's like, ah, I we're think back, it baby. makes you want the higher energy more, honestly. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> just this... Uh, for some reason, this song alone just kind of, like, not, exhausted me isn't the word. I remember listening to it each time and going, like... I think we could have cut about a minute off of this, guys. And I don't—it's the first time I thought that. I never saw this live, so it's like Ghost Reveries was a little heavier than this this album, and I just don't know how that fits when you're playing something really heavy and you got all those guys in there like freaking rocking out, and then all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> then it's silent. Oh, that's hilarious! I never you thought know, about like, that. Watching a pit go from like, yeah, to all of a sudden, oh wait, <laughs> yeah. He's playing acoustic again. All right, guys, take a little break. Can we get some water? <laughs> this song's for the ladies. Have you been to a metal <laughs> show recently? There's a trend that's happening that I'm fucking loving. I have not. They are giving water up at the front row. They've really? got so like you've... they've got like those orange 
things that you'd see at sporting events with water, and they got paper cups. See, that's awesome because it used They're to be fucking giving out water now. You lose your whole spot. You know, you work so hard to get in the front. Yep. And then, yeah. And you rock out, and then you're like, I need water. And Cotton you, mouth. And you don't want to buy six fucking waters before you get up there because they're not giving you bottles. They're no. giving you, like, cups. So you're just going to sit there and hold water the whole time. It sucks. So the last we discussed beforehand, the last concert I saw was Matchbox 20. Yeah. And I was very outraged at the price of beer at concerts. Oh. Like $11.50? No. It was like they give you a 16-ouncer, but it was freaking... $22 a beer. Oh my God. That's unreasonable. Oh yeah. my God. And I'm like, God. I'm like, this is the most expensive Miller Lite that I've ever drank in my life. That is yeah. fucking insane. What and is, I drank three of them. That's <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. That's like, what a that's robbery five thousand percent markup <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. It's un, what the fuck? It's unreasonable. And then like Phoenix is weird. Like, you know, they we went to go grab another beer like halfway through the concert. And, uh, you know, you wake up there, you miss a song to grab a beer, you know what I mean? So you, yeah. you went to the restroom, sucked some guy's dick, got $22 <laughs> so you could afford another beer. <laughs> I was just going to keep charging it on the credit card. But, but and, uh, I get up there and I'm like, you know, they, they kind of ignored me for a second. They look and they're like, yeah, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, I'd like a beer, please. And they're like, oh, sorry, we stopped selling alcohol. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we do it halfway through so people don't leave drunk. And I'm like, I fucking Ubered here. <laughs> you know, it's like, what the fuck? That's weird. And then, then charge $22. It's like, this is Matchbox 20. Nobody's getting tore up in here. <laughs> it's like, Except for me. Now give me yeah. up. <laughs> you just sell me a beer. I think That's you've wild. already made sure we can't get wasted because you're charging me $22 yeah. a beer. I was like, I can only afford one more. And right? it's already on credit. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. You're forcing me to drink before the show. And I thought that's that, all you're doing. Well, see, and then I saw an article that came out like um, a couple weeks later when I got back to Indiana and it was from Tucson and uh, the Phoenix and also Phoenix. You know, they were talking about the venues were complaining because uh, Gen Z isn't drinking enough at concerts. I'm like, it's not that they're not drinking enough. It's you cut them off halfway through. And you charge so fucking much. But see, in Arizona, what people usually do is they take a bunch of gummies beforehand. Because ah, they won't let you smoke pot yeah. in the concert. Yeah. Um, which I understand because kids might go in there and stuff and people don't want them around yeah. kids. And, but, you know, people down a bunch of gummies yeah. and then they walk in and then they don't have to buy beer. You know, it's yeah. like, but don't complain that people aren't buying beer if you're going to cut them off and you charge $22 a beer. I'm going to give people a tip right now. It's called whiskey boot. Here's <laughs> whiskey what you do. Boot. You get two Ziploc bags, you get a pint of whiskey, and you get a boot that's a little loose on you. You pour the whiskey into the bag, and you seal it, and then you double seal it, and you tape that up, and you make it as flat as possible with no air in it. Then you put it in your on top of your foot, and you put your foot in the boot, and you tie your boot loosely. And you walk into the venue, and I guess now you do have to buy something. So you buy anything that's got a container a $10 that they'll Coke. give you. Yeah, yeah, you buy a $10 Coke, you down that, and then you go to the bathroom, and you dump your fucking whiskey into the cup. Bam, you set whiskey boot. It works. Whiskey Trust me, it fucking works. <laughs> but the worst part about it is when you do it in the morning at a festival and you brought the whiskey so you could get drunk for Motorhead, but Motorhead doesn't play till the end of the day. So you carry this whiskey can around all day and by the time you get to drink it's it, so it's the hottest fucking thing that's ever been in your mouth. <laughs> but you down but it you anyway down it. and you fucking go in a circle pit during Motorhead, dude. <laughs> Let's get back into this oh, album man. with the funeral portrait. I was a good drunk. <laughs> in your head. Clever drunk. 
clever drunk. That's <laughs> an episode of the Simpsons. You weren't as clever as you thought you were. He's got a monocle on. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Homer, don't throw up in the neighbor. What was it, the neighbor's uh, laundry basket again? <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> What's this song called? I'm sorry. The Funeral Portrait. Ah, yes. This riff fucking rules, yeah. oh, dude. Yeah. This is... And it's not even that metal. It's just like... It drives. It's progressive. It's yeah. just like... It's just got enough distortion on it that you can call it metal. But I can hear Rush doing this riff. Yeah. That Easily. That does kind of a little Rush feel. It's just... I also sometimes wish Geddy Lee would do this vocal style. <laughs> I don't traditionally like, though, when metal guys take songs that aren't metal and metal them up. Metal them up. I really don't like that, but I was just getting ready to say it. I would like to hear Geddy Lee try and do a death metal voice. I would probably enjoy it better than his actual singing voice. Does it Ooh. ever make you mad when they redo something like a song that came out like 20 years ago, and then like kids are around? They're like, "Have you heard this new song?" You know, like, and like, dude, I was listening to this 20 years ago, and it, it was better then. I like the sound of silence by Disturbed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's tastefully done, I would say. <laughs> I I did at one point, but now I just I kind of think of it like, well, even when I was a kid, half the kids I talked to didn't know what the fuck was going on either, so. It's just the new version of that kid. Now I'm sure that there's like some kid like me or you that you can talk to. It's like, oh yeah, I like the older version. They did this and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, ah, that's my kid. That's the guy. But it does. But I try not to get too mad because I'm going to be mad all the time if I get mad at stuff like that. Like when people wear shirts of bands that they don't listen to. Oh, that, yeah. That started pissing me off. But then eventually I was like, some guy made a good point from Fear Factor. He was like, look. If the Kardashian wears a fucking Cannibal Corpse shirt, all that does is get somebody into Cannibal Corpse that wasn't into it before. That's true. And no one else will fucking care. So just shut up. And you're like, yeah, it was free advertisement. I know me personally, I I think it was like the unwritten rule back in the day. It was like, you never wear a band shirt unless you have at least two of their albums. You know, it's like, you know, because at that point you're bested. Oh, yeah. I think it's weird as hell to do that. I think it's strange. I do think it's strange. (laughs) I do think it's funny, though, when like a kid doesn't know Nirvana's even a band. Oh, yeah, or ACDC, you know. It's yeah, like you like, I just thought it was a clothing company. <laughs> My niece was wearing a Grateful Dead shirt, and I was like, do you know any other songs? No. Well, what the fuck is happening? Like, that's such a weird choice to me. I like, like that skull, man. <laughs> it's the I bears. called you, man. <laughs> the bears are so cute. They are. They look like they want me to eat them. <laughs> I got these bears in Arizona. <laughs> Arizona is legal, huh? Yeah. I think uh, I saw on the news, I think it was it Vermont, Maryland. Maryland or Vermont just voted it in yesterday. Maryland, I believe. It- but I could be wrong. I think Vermont's already legal. Stupid. God, we're losing so much tax money, you know. <laughs> Our I road- know, the amount of money that I'm paying Michigan is <laughs> unreal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I could be getting, well, that's the thing. Economically, Indiana is never struggling. Yeah. They're actually economically like doing well, so they don't have that pool of... Even though, like, it's not going to hurt to make well, fucking even millions and millions of dollars. Well, it's because they tax the crap out of us. Every year they vote taxes back up, and then they're like, oops, we accidentally took too much from you. Here's $100 back. And you're like, what happened to the other thousands of dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Here's a hundred. Be happy with it's it. Like, take, <laughs> take my hundred and fix the roads. <laughs> oh my god, that stretch uh, on seventy four by Greensburg <laughs> makes me want to fucking kill somebody. That why why hasn't that been fixed? Uh, what am I paying for? Exactly. Uh, pretty bushes in front of the <laughs> city hall. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference in local and uh, state taxes, Sam. I know. It's just what I had to say. <laughs> Did you? And no, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't really look at your uh, information when you're putting it into TurboTax. <laughs> I'll still play dumb. No, I don't. <laughs> I love TurboTax. I do too. I use them every year. Do it for me. <laughs> Thank you. I'm bringing up drum tones. No, on we're this. talking about money. The guy's fucking ride symbol. I don't know who plays drums on this, but his ride cymbal, that's some really good play on there when he's doing a lot of like ding, 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 ding. I love listening to the drummers do that like external, like I'm doing a rhythm on a ride and you might not be picking up on it unless you listen to it. <laughs> and you're like, how are you even doing that rhythm while you're playing the kick and the snare doing that other thing? I'm doing a rhythm on a ride. And the drums sound good. They don't sound like super electronic. I don't think they're electronic at all. No. Maybe trigger to kick along there. You know what I mean? Just add some beef to it, or maybe add that click to it. But the drum sound fucking. This is fun. Everything's got such a good. Per- yeah, this song has got a nice bop to it. While still being pretty fucking death metal at times. But when you have a death metal voice like that. <laughs> Which. Uh, did I hear him do that on that new song we listened to? I don't remember. I don't think. I think it was more instrumental, and then it dropped into that more odd melodic singing that sounded not like his voice to me. Just remember this. There's a band called Bloodbath. I think they're Swedish. Or they went for that Swedish metal sound. And the guy's vocals sounded a lot like this. So I I think this vocal tone's a real Swedish kind of thing. (laughs) The masters of death metal. Man, there was a time (laughs) where it'd be like, are they Swedish? Yeah, it's not shit if it's not Swedish. (laughs) I think, like, Arch Enemy, aren't they Swedish? Yeah, and then, um... Isn't Armano Ma? I think so. I mean, I know they make me sound like I'm rowing a boat. <laughs> yeah. I listen to them when I work out. My bum is on the Swedish, 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 Swedish. Dude. Tom Green reference, huh? <laughs> That's what I... That's what just popped in my head because everyone keeps saying Swedish. My bum is on the cheese. If I get lucky, I'll get a disease. <laughs> and then he lost one of his testicles. Ah. <laughs> you, what makes... What do you think it is about Europe that just, like, enjoys metal more and just, like, embraces it more? They're smarter. Is that what it is? I don't know. Or is it that, like, a lot of their countries are like, well, it rains... Yeah, 80% of the time, so we're kind of in a negative headspace at all times. It's dreary. Well, that's yeah. where you have that. I don't think that stuff like this sounds as negative, though. This doesn't. I think I it think has Swe- more of like an uplifting... I think Sweden's uh, more, is prettier than like Norway is. So like Norwegian black metal's evil and scary, and Swedish metal's like... Is it cold? What a fun! I don't know where yeah. that is. I'm not geographically... I don't know either. It's got to be... Isn't that all up in that northern yeah, it section? Is. I know that the Norwegian black metal documentary that I watched, they're like, it rains here almost every day. 
That's the they're like, this is why we're so fucking depressed. I hear their wood's pretty good. Yeah, good Norwegian wood? <laughs> good Norwegian wood. God, that Norwegian wood. Do you respect wood? wood? I do respect wood. <laughs> I use coasters. <laughs> I, I enjoy that song. That song has got... It holds my attention the most out of any of these songs. It's also, I hate to say it, because it feels weird to say, only eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a progressive thing. A lot of progressive bands have like average of nine minute long songs. I think the the one before this, I, I can't remember if it was called Still Life. I think that was actually a concept album. Progressive metal or progressive bands love to do concept <laughs> albums too. Christ, they love a concept. Album. I mean, it was no thick as a brick. But... <laughs> <laughs> he fucking loves. <laughs> me. I think they're still touring. I thought Ian Anderson was like on the brink of death, and then I, I bought, saw that it was still doing. I bought tickets for Dad. When? For uh, they're gonna be in Cincinnati. Holy um, shit! September, I think. Holy shit! Yep. I gotta look into this. I gotta see Ian Anderson before I can't see. I couldn't Anderson. afford as good as the ones I bought before that. Uh, well, you know, his voice is kind of, I mean, it's not. I still not, gotta see him once. Yeah. Just to say I saw it. Or seen it. Is that the word? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I seen it. I seen it. This is the shortest thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this play into the title track, uh, Patterns in the Ivy, which will move into Blackwater <laughs> Park. Is he gonna give me the one leg still? Can he? Yeah. Can he still do it? Yeah, he doesn't do it as long as he used to, but, but he, he still, still did. There, yeah. I just need one. It's all I need. <laughs> Hopefully it's not the time I'm like secretly hitting my vape and I look down. <laughs> I like, oh, fuck, I missed the knee. He did one where it was like, uh, I think it was when I saw him for the 50th tour. Like he has a backup singer now for some of the stuff that he does because he can't hit those notes. Good. But he can still like rock on the flute. Like he started playing all slow and stuff and everybody's like, oh man, he lost a step. And then all of a sudden he's like, ah. <laughs> he still got it. Every Jethro Tall fan could do that. I think that would be an. Inter- I think that would be an interesting show. Yeah, honestly, we're gonna know one song. <laughs> I hope not. You don't think he's gonna play like Cross-eyed Mary or? Uh, I can't remember what the hymn number is, but that's my favorite. Forty-three he's got or something. He's got yeah. like thousand albums at I was this about to say he's got so much fucking music <laughs> really? that's the thing yeah. just be like please play these two songs for me <laughs> and I'll be really happy I'm really surprised he's actually touring under the name Jethro Tall right now because really there's no members of the band left in there except for himself like he's I think he realized he, he toured as Ian Anderson for a while but yeah. I, I think he realized there's no money in that not yeah. as many people people go out to see Jethro Tall yeah the yeah. name Jethro Tull brings it us. carries some weight. Ian Anderson makes me feel like he's just going to play his solo stuff, and I'm not going to hear any Jethro Tull. Yeah. yeah. Jethro Tull makes me feel like, you're going to play Thick as a Brick? They put out a new album. I think it was this year or the end of last. Nobody needs that. Yeah, it's not, it's, <laughs> it's not as good. It's interesting, but it's not. I hate to say it for some artists. Some artists just stop and just play the classics, baby. Yeah. It's just not working anymore. <laughs> Your heyday was... Uh, in the 70s with a tiny little guitar. <laughs> Locomotive breath. <laughs> That's going to be me. I'm going to be the giant slot at a Death Row Tall song. <laughs> this place smells like weed and Ben Gay. <laughs> I don't have Ben Gay. <laughs> I've got the other thing, but I don't have Ben <laughs> What's that one song that I like by Death Row Tall a lot? Happy and I'm smiling. Yes. Living in the past. Walk in my big old water. That's what I want. And I want that little guitar. <laughs> he better bring that little fucking guitar. And he better play that one song where he goes, 
And he just like <laughs> flicks his wrist and then he starts playing the song again. I bet he's not as theatrical now. I bet he's like. He doesn't run around as much. Uh, so it's not the Isle of Wight <laughs> concert where he's they, a fucking madman? They can't keep him in camera? Yeah. <laughs> and he wears a giant cod piece. <laughs> I think they got really mad at him at Madison Square Garden when they played because they, they're like, all right, you need to be here for the cameras and stuff. And, and he was just like, fuck that. You're there to document the show. What he does. If that's what the show yeah. is, then you better get ready for that. <laughs> I want We're on Ian Anderson cam. It's got to be... Moving, baby. Can you imagine a helmet cam back in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big fucking sombrero thing, like Homer wore in that one episode where he's spying on Apu. Apu. Helmet hurts my head. Yeah, you can't wear this helmet more than four minutes, or else there'll be permanent neck damage. <laughs> oh, Good fucking riffs, too. Oh man. And there's not really they're blast beats. I never really hear. That happens like a tiny bit in the very beginning, I think, Taste, doesn't it? Tasteful ways. Like the first half of the first song, it was the most that I felt, I guess, familiar with from hearing music that you listen to. Yeah, this this riff makes you headbang. I would also see me moshing to this riff. One of those, so this one song, of those real wide gate ones. I get vibes from a band from this song. Oh, lay it on me. And it's the music sometimes, but it sounds a little Rage Against the Machine to me. I think that 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 has kind of like a rage feel to me. Wow, that was never, ever going to be the guess. My brain always tries, you know, it tries to find something that's familiar. And every time I go, wow, I've never heard that before. Well, you've heard Umphreys, and I couldn't hear that in that other song. Zach, let me know. <laughs> I can get a hint of the rage on this, yeah. But I feel like maybe it's after it comes back, though. There's something that really sounded, that they really gave me rage vibes, man. Especially when that guy starts rapping. It's really crazy. It almost had a testify moment. Testify! <laughs> Definitely not Zach at all. It's all, and you hear me, Zach, I'm talking about you. Uh, no. Zach de Roca? Yeah, not him. It's the music style. It's definitely got a... Like a heavy groove. Groove. That's what I was going to say when that was happening, but you talked about your rage. I was yeah, going to say... I'm raging. raging. They've got a real good way of writing a heavy riff that's still, like, grooves. You know, like, you can write a thrash riff that's just, like, drives more than grooves. Oh, yeah. I've always tended to go more towards groove bands, like Pantera, groove stuff. Uh, when I was writing Corpuside stuff, there was a lot yeah. of groove stuff. Sabbath, Sabbath is groovy as hell. Stuff. That's why I love doom metal. It's just like I like doom metal at the top. Like <laughs> it can get way too sludgy yeah. and way too yeah. sleepy for me. Which ironically, I love sleep. That doom metal band. Space no mother. <laughs> oh wow! You consider power magnet? Er, what they? What were they called? Power magnet? Power power magnet? I think it's power. In a power. What magnet? the fuck is it called? Space Lord Mother they're kinda, Mother. They're kind of sludgy. Are they? Yeah. Slutty? Did you say slutty? <laughs> sludgy. <laughs> I, heard, slutty. I heard slutty too. <laughs> I bet that guy was pretty slutty. He looked pretty sludgy. <laughs> yeah. Space Lord Mother. <laughs> That's going to be stuck in my head all fucking day now. God, what was that? Power Magnet. That's what yeah. it was called, right? 
I keep thinking it's like they got a number in there, but I think it's because I'm thinking of Power Man 5000. Totally. This is what a cyclone world could land. You ready to go? So ready to go. You played with them. Yeah, I did. Did you? Oh, I got yelled at. I got yelled at that show. Because we played too long. Oh. We played two songs. They're like, that's your time. And we heard it on the mic, and I went, fuck, no, it's not. <laughs> we played two more songs, and then I got told as soon as we got off stage, you don't go over your time. And I was like, well, we did. Like, You're never coming it's back. Like, like, okay, cool. At least I got a couple extra songs. This is like the sixth time I played this fucking bar. Okay, I don't care. Where was this at? Oh, that's oh. an awesome record. Right there. Somehow they got the tone where I can hear every note when they're playing those chords. Like, I could play with distortion. You'd be like, ah, I can't tell what those notes are. Somehow they got just got good tone. Uh, what venue was that? It was a fucking Kentucky bar that used to be a strip club. And you could tell as soon as you walked in, you're like, yep, this used to be a titty bar, but now it's just a venue. Deja vu. <laughs> and well, it wasn't deja vu, but I've been there a couple times back in the day. <laughs> Gave people way too much money back in the day. <laughs> I bet there are a lot of, like, 18-year-old boys who are allowed to go in strip clubs for the first time who just, yeah, fall in love with strippers and give them all of their money. Senior year in high school. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still in school and I'm going to see titties. (laughs) Yeah, Friday night. This is so new to me. It's great. See your teacher in there like, oh. Oh. Mm, oh, Mrs. Linville. I was going to say, oh, <laughs> M- Mr. Rob, get it. <laughs> dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> Let's see. The last titty bar I went to, I slept out in the van while the rest of the van went in. How <laughs> oh, could you were on tour? That happened like the last eight times I'd ever been to a titty bar. They would just pull in and I'd be like, I'm not out. going in there. It's not no point. <laughs> yeah. And then they come out and wake me up about 3 in the morning all fucked up and I'll be like alright I'm driving so I, I can see this on the internet <laughs> that's that's kind of smart though because then you could move and you could drive them yep that's how I would do it and like it gets to a point when you get to an age where you're like I don't first of all I don't have the fucking money for this <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for and, something I can't touch and I, and I could tell <laughs> and I could tell she doesn't like me yeah <laughs> <laughs> No matter how she's putting it on, she does not like me. I know, I know what I smell like. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys on tour? She can't even fake a smile. Hanging out in a van? I didn't even think about guys on tour hanging out in a van who don't get showers oh, and her stuff. Yeah. Oh fuck! And played a show that night. <laughs> I remember one time I went to a titty bar and I saw this really, really fat guy sitting in a booth, and he just stayed there. All night, he just had his own special booth, like private dances. Or? Private dancers all night. It must have been rich. All night. <laughs> Something rich and pervy. Rich and pervy. I can't touch it, but I'm gonna watch all <laughs> night. Certain ones will let you touch certain stuff. Maybe do some of the through the pants stuff. I mean, not stuff. that they'll like let you touch their back or something like that. But I think if that guy's throwing enough money around, they'll probably let a finger slip in every once in a while. <laughs> I was just thinking tits. Oh, no. Champagne room. That's where you go back to finger blast something. There's no sex in the champagne room. That's a lie. <laughs> it depends on how I big mean, your wallet it's is. It's true with me, but yeah, it's a lie. I only have my reference is a song that exists <laughs> on that. That's all I have. My references I've are I've never been Lawrence in a strip Bird. club. <laughs> Do you take Visa? 
Spurgo gone. Do I still smell like pizza from my pizza shift? I'm sorry. <laughs> they just seem like sad to me, and like those are usually desperate women. Eh, I mean, Wednesday at four in the evening, yeah, but Saturday night at nine o'clock. Uh, was a professional. See, I'm, I don't know how it works. You gotta wonder what there's what, literal what, A, B, C, and D teams. What happened in your <laughs> What happened in your life to lead you to strip? You know, it's like. You have a nice body and you have no skills, I guess. <laughs> if I had a rocking dick and a rocking body and nothing <laughs> happened to me, I'd fucking flaunt it. Especially if I'm making as much money as possibly in that night. Like, what's your job? And no I one... shake my dick in front of old ladies' faces. It's great. And it's... no one's allowed to touch you if you don't want them to. Exactly. So I guess I see a benefit, but it just, I don't know. It just seems sad from my side. But, but I'm also not a guy and I'm not attracted to women like that. Like, I can... <laughs> Again, I can acknowledge if women are attractive, but I don't, like, want to be with them. So I just, for me, it's just, it would be a waste. <laughs> just to feel go like, to a titty bar? I think so. I think I'd be uncomfortable, even though I kind of talked it up when I was like, when I turn 18, I'll go with, like, my guy friends and be I'm cool. i like, cool chicks. And then I was just like, oh, wait, no, I'm really insecure and I, I cannot do this. I guess I don't work that way. I wanted to. But My favorites were the big, fat, black ones. <laughs> well, that would be a reason to go, actually. Now that you say that. Yeah. You like my socks? They don't match. <laughs> this is Halloween 6, the return of Michael Myers. Friday the 13th. Yep. And what's the other one I didn't hear? Friday the 13th. Okay. Jason. When you put your feet up on the table, I could just see the bottom of your feet. So I you just thought about getting your feet off the fucking table. <laughs> we don't use this to eat, really. And if we did, it would be clean. So I don't think about that. I don't care. It's fucking brutal. It's so brutal, you even had to throw a little <laughs> in there. <laughs> right there, you did those from those like lows. Transition right into that high ah, very well. Don't silent talk to me during the podcast. <laughs> there's, like, there's like some code going on here. <laughs> yes, I know Rob sucks, but you don't have to mouth Jesus, it. I did not say that. I took a shower today. You're mean. <laughs> I am mean. I'm jealous of his caffeine, but I don't really need it. I haven't taken caffeine very much. Well, th there I sucked I, it all down. <laughs> I take caffeine pills, and there I've leaned into them too much sometimes, but not in a way that's like dangerous. It's literally just like taking two instead of taking like one. And I just don't want to be that dependent on caffeine. Have yes. you tried cocaine? Yes, she. <laughs> yes, she I have. Uh, and yes, please. <laughs> but it's so bad. It's, yes, she. It's horrible. Takes the caffeine pills. That's insane. <laughs> These crushed up caffeine. <laughs> but I've barely taken any this last week because they don't make me feel good. Like when you come down from caffeine, you don't feel good. I drank Coca Cola. What was that? Uh, the faculty where he's like crushing up caffeine pills and mixing them in with some other stuff. Uh -huh. They're snorting them. Oh, I forgot about that. And he put it in the pens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what kills the aliens because it like dries them up because they're super like, 
Oh, I didn't Susceptible re- to I don't what it was. anti-moisture. <laughs> I liked that movie. John Stewart's in that movie. I know. He so is Elijah his, Wood. He gets his fingers cut off, doesn't he? Or is it his whole hand and it like becomes a tentacle? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I'm going to rewatch that. That's a good shit. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch that, too. I'm, I'm curious of what it... What it's like all these years, almost 30 years later. Oh, I forgot he was the science later. teacher, wasn't yeah, he? he was yeah, he's a teacher. Yeah. And there's a scene in the trailer that was that didn't make it into the movie. And it's where he like rips off like the paper cutter thing. And he's like going to attack the kid. And my mom loved it because she was a teacher. And she was like, teacher finally getting revenge on the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't make it into the movie, the specific little scene. And my mom was like, damn. <laughs> Your mom taught in those rough years too, like middle school kids. <laughs> it's oh kids yeah, learning who they are, hormones going fucking <laughs> smelling horrible. <laughs> yep, yep. Before they're like, I should shower and I want to smell nice. Maybe I should try this thing called deodorant. <laughs> Maybe She's I like, should. Here's Hitler, kids. <laughs> yeah. Why was that part of our <laughs> English I curriculum? I don't know, but I loved it. <laughs> it went, it, went, like, it, it was... lasted a while, and then when we went to DC, we went to the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, that was the and build up. Yeah, it was like it felt like so much of eighth grade was like Nazi based because of your mom, <laughs> because your mom loves Nazis. <laughs> She would get so mad when we'd be like, yeah, you know how much my mom loves the Holocaust. And she'd be like, I don't love the Holocaust. <laughs> I'll still make jokes like that. I apologize first, but then I'll... I get sucked into those World War II documentaries, too. Yeah. It's, like, it's interesting shit. I, I've been enjoying a lot of like history videos and stuff lately, and it's interesting well, shit. You just watch it, and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with people you know what i mean like, and why didn't i care more about this when i was in school yeah <laughs> i didn't i was just like oh, i want to get through like i'm all emotions right now my brain's just i'm just thinking about the boy i have a crush on and then i look up and i saw a picture of hitler <laughs> <laughs> so many confusing thoughts <laughs> all right well we're finished listening to the album we are at the point of the podcast sam where it's uh what I had mouthed to him earlier was giving you something. He didn't set you up with something to potentially play. Too bad. So, uh, <laughs> oh, well, let's go over these questions. Here we go. I sail the seas of the sky. Swedish. I almost said Scottish. Swedish <laughs> vessels. Here's, my, here's what the impression of Opeth is. <laughs> the trees. <laughs> Good job. What the fuck just happened? Did you just lose what? your pick? I did it on purpose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, I was doing a physical gag on an audio medium. All right, so uh, why did you choose this album to bring to us, Rob? Um, yeah, what the fuck's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted, uh, I wanted to swing back a little bit more into metal because it is such a big like genre in my life. Um, and this, quite frankly, I think is one of my favorite metal bands of all time. Now, is this your favorite album of this band? Or are there, or you got a few that tickle your fancy. You know, it's it's a tie between this and uh, Ghost Reveries, which Ghost Reveries would be the first one that I ever heard, so it always has that special nostalgic yep, feel. Yep. But I think this is a better quality album. Oh, okay. Is, Ghost Reveries is right after this? 
No, there was uh, two other ones released, and then it was. Oh wow! It was the third after that. Oh. This one. I didn't know if you were gonna be like. Around this era is like my favorite, but it's two fucking albums later. Well, the, the ones in between are really good too. Yeah. Um, they actually released them almost simultaneously because he had all this material, and one of them's a little bit softer than the other. And the other one's like super heavy. So they kind of complement each other. You know what? I remember when that came out and people yep. talking about that. And they had like a deluxe package set yeah, that you could buy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. But that that those years, that that's probably my favorite. Blackwater Park through Ghost Reveries is probably my favorite for albums consecutively. Gotcha. So it is pretty much this era of, yeah. of Opeth. Because I read that they considered this like the next phase. This yeah. album starts the next phase of Opeth. Um, what was I going to ask you? Is that album where they did the two kind of things? Is that around like 2004? Yeah, yeah. That's probably when yep. I saw Devil Driver. Oh, yeah. Stuff. That would have... Okay. Makes sense because I remember all that shit Well, I thought about. it would have been because just Devil Driver in the time Yeah, frame exactly. I couldn't believe it was Devil Driver was 2004. I was like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, 2007. You were an adult, so you're probably going to more concerts by yourself. I was going to a lot of concerts. Even before that. But, but did, wouldn't you have to have, like, a guardian, though? Nope. Really? As long as David Klingerman can get me there, I'm in a fucking concert. As long as I got a car. They don't ever really... I don't know of any shows that, like, age restrictions that I ever went to. Even Guar was no age restriction. Yeah. Hmm, I guess. As long as I can get there and I got a ticket, I'm in the fucking door. I think now they either got to be smaller clubs for me or they have to be someplace where I can sit. You know, <laughs> I don't, to that. I don't do the pit anymore. Oh, I just 100%. can't. I don't want to get hurt. You I like know, I'm sitting too old. at a show. My, my neck hurts the way it is. Uh, I don't uh, headbang uh, as much. I kind of do that whole body headbang, you know, where you move uh, back yeah, and forth, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> otherwise my neck just hurts. <laughs> yeah, the bob. Yeah. The head bob. So, <laughs> Sam, before you listen to this album, Y'all? what were you thinking? What did you think was going to happen? I was thinking, I hope this isn't one of those ones where it's mostly acoustic and soft. <laughs> Because I knew that they did that. Um, I was more I remember interested. you saying that, I was by the more, way. Yeah, oh, I said that? Interesting. <laughs> I remember feeling like I'm excited to do this because Opeth, I've known him for a long fucking time, but I never did a dive at all. Yeah. And I know I've seen him once, <laughs> and I know I've been in their presence twice. So I was excited to like, give it an actual chance because I probably wouldn't give it a chance. I'd like... Kind of already have my bands, you know? Yeah. I don't really listen to too many new bands. That's why I like this podcast. I get to hear new shit that I normally wouldn't do. If it weren't for this or people coming in, I'd be stuck in the same <laughs> same fucking world. Yeah. So it was exciting to... But I was worried it was going to be... <laughs> I was like, is Rob going to pull a fucking trick on me where he's, <laughs> I'm going to see Opeth? But I'm going to be like, God damn it, it's one of the soft ones. <laughs> it's the worst album. <laughs> yeah. No. I just thought it was going to be something closer to what you typically listen to. You probably had no idea of the so, progressive fuel. Well, I knew it was going to be metal, so I wasn't looking forward to it because I'm just usually not. But like I said, it ended up being better than I expected it to be. It's much easier to listen to. It's just a little lengthy. I thought it was a good switch up from the Smiths. <laughs> I'd say, like, I'd say, and yeah, it still has emotion looks, too. Let's go in totally opposite direction. You're still coming across <laughs> like you actually like feel and think about things in, in your music instead of just like noise coming at you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Because like Smiths is very like emotional and thought about. This feels emotional and thought about. Didn't a Smiths member recently pass away? 
Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hear I anything that about happened. that. Yeah, Morrissey died recently. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't him. He, fa- he faked his own death. <laughs> All right, for the, for the, for the third time. <laughs> so, how many times did you listen to this album this week? Uh, twice. No, Sam. Three. I got three as well. The men. Well, one with a rare two headphones in because I knew there was going to be some uh, left and right oh, yeah. play that I really wanted to hear. And right off the bat, the first song vocally, it's like, oh, yeah, just like I thought. He's one line here and then one line creeps over here <laughs> and then one line creeps back over here. So glad I did that. And did you listen to it in headphones last night? No, I did this morning. With headphones? Yeah. Good, because I like when you listen. You listen. I think metal needs to be listened oh, yeah. in headphones. Like, if you know the album, you can listen to it on your shitty phone speakers, but I do think it deserves, and I'm glad you did it for Rob, I think it deserves one headphone. Listen. Especially with the Stephen Wilson mix-up in there. Because you know it's going to be good. <laughs> Old Steve Wilson Wilson. <laughs> All right, so least favorite song, Rob. What do, what do we have um, here? I would say that, because I, I think this album is just, like, fantastic, but... Um, I, I can't even remember the name of it. What, what's the one with the ivy? It's just like that short little ditty. It's like uh, one minute. Patterns in the ivy. Yeah, patterns in the ivy. Slightly, it's just under two minutes. I don't mind just when, noodling. when bands do this. And obviously they put it on there because he thought the riff was cool and he wanted to add something in there or transition. But I don't know. It's just weird when you put that one minute song in there. Yep. Also just probably to help build up and make the song that they're going out on even bigger make you want it because yeah. again those lulls sometimes make you want like the heavy stuff more <laughs> make you want it <laughs> yes <laughs> sam uh do you know can you play is i think it's harvest is my least favorite yes yeah harvest is my least favorite <laughs> Like there should be a disco beat in there. There could be. Time. It's just. It sounds more like modern, like almost radio metal right here. Well, yeah, I, it just doesn't, just doesn't grab me like some of the other stuff does. And I didn't want to choose patterns in the Ivy because at least they kept it short. <laughs> <laughs> this one I think indulges in the stuff the most that I don't appreciate the most. Although it's got some really good fucking heavy parts of that. I don't want to dismiss the song completely. That but. part sounds kind of Christmassy. <laughs> it's like, Goddamn Santa's coming down Opus my chin. Christmas album. For me, the song that lost me every time was The Drapery Falls. I got to a point in this song on each listen where I was just like, okay. Was this the one where I asked if you felt indulgent sometimes? I don't remember. I think Ooh. it was slower. There's the Umphreys riff. That was the Umphreys song. <laughs> Here you go, Zach. Well, really? right now we're almost we're about halfway through, so I think it's it, it's past this point that I I officially I'm just like okay, but this is the song that for some reason eventually <laughs> loses me because I, somewhere I think it maybe drops off in the end. Oh. Yeah. Sounds like Corey Taylor just then. No, I, I guess it's pretty heavy. That, I don't know. For some that reason, right it lost that. me a lot. I don't know why. I don't know that I necessarily felt that on this listen, but when I was listening on my own, for some reason, that song would just... For some reason, your brain would just clock in like, yeah, this is getting a little... I think maybe it just felt like more repetitive. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There was something about it that... Sometimes I just... you don't have to have reason. Sometimes you just go, I don't know. My body just didn't feel it. It just yeah. doesn't feel right. Most uh, favorite song, the more... Hold on. Can oh. I say something about that? This riff that you pulled in, I said the Umphreys riff. 
It is so ugly and so good at the same time. It's such a dissonant. You can hear the two guitars like fighting each other, playing like real ugly notes against each that, other. Yeah. But it's so tight, it works. And then right after that, you might have heard me laugh when it played. They do this real beautiful note that's like. <laughs> <laughs> and when a band can make me laugh with their choices, it's also entertaining. Like, I can laugh at music sometimes. It's not supposed to be laughed at in a way that, like, I, you just wrote that on purpose that way. You just fucking were like, let's make this is so ugly. And then we just go, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. See, I didn't. I missed those things because I'm not a musician. So I listen to music differently. You're so I just don't hear those things. You've got a gorgeous Shut voice. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, most favorite song, Rob? I would Roll. probably say George for November. <laughs> mm, oh. I think you said something about this when oh, we were yeah. listening uh, to it. That was, he was like the, we thought it was ill. But he was yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. That was, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was something attached to that. Why do you like it so much? I just... Like I said, this is the first song that I fell in love with on the album, and it's just that that opening, you know, just gets me every time. That oh, this you know is that, the jazz guitar yeah, you were talking about. Yeah, it's, so, right. it's beautiful. Playing that Dan Electro. Ooh, pulled a different guitar out this time. <laughs> I got 30 back here. Slam? How many guitars do I have? Anyway, let's answer this question instead. Yeah, no one My cares. favorite song is The Funeral Portrait. That's not surprising. It's the very next song after Rub's Fave. This has got a lot of really good riffs in it. it keeps my attention the most. Uh, got that ride symbol I was talking about earlier. <laughs> it's fucking... Everything I like about Opeth, I think, is displayed the best in this, in this song. I really like the Leper, uh, the Leper Affinity, though, too. Because I was... The, it's the first song and it kind of sets what it's going to be and when I was listening to it I went oh I'm going to be fine there's actually a uh, live version on the re-release special edition on uh, of Leopard Infinity that they play live a couple yeah. years later that's pretty good Yeah. although it kind of made me wonder I was like I don't know too much about the singer, you know, it's like his personal life. It's like, but he's like, he introduces himself and he's like, and I am a musical genius. Oh. Yeah, it's, I'm oh, like, oh, are you, no. one, are you one of those? Another Morrissey. <laughs> yeah, another Morrissey. Oh, no. <laughs> Is this a joke or are you just <laughs> saying that? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, for me, it's actually the song that I think that was uh, groovy for me and got my attention. It's the title track, even though it's not groovy there at all. Uh, Blackwater Park. And the longest song of the entire album. <laughs> 12 minutes and 9 seconds. A long one. It doesn't feel... Sometimes when people write long songs, like, you know the Ice Earth song, Dante's Inferno? Oh, yeah. I love that song, but you can tell this is basically four songs that you just kind of like hammered, to, you just put together <laughs> and just called it one long song. This... Jimmy, one long song. <laughs> these long songs feel like appropriately like they feel like one composed piece whereas i love dante's inferno and i know every fucking word and i know every goddamn guitar riff from that song but i like i said it does feel like well because just ram some shit together they do return to the melody and themes you know what i mean it's that's like, what it is you know when you do it like you know like dante's inferno where it's just like cut and then you never see that piece again New it's riff. like hmm <laughs> yeah it doesn't come back at the end to like piece it all together yeah but i love that fucking song <laughs> It's a good band. So when, how old were you when you first heard this album? Hmm. 
around the same age as Ghost Rivers, I would have been about 19, I think. Because mm-hmm. I, I think once I bought that one, I immediately turned around and bought Blackwater Park. Okay. And the first time you heard it, did you love it? Did you like it? Did it take a while? Oh, I loved it. I mean, it's like I said, it's not as heavy as Ghost Reveries, but it is like I said, it is like artistically, I think it's their best album. All right. Sam, would you ever listen to this again? Um. Oh, wait, I forgot. Would you recommend this today? I assume that answer is Back yes. To oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Sam, would you listen to this again? I might, but I might not. I could listen to this again. Will I listen to it again? Probably not, but I could listen to this again. So it's like in a weird world. I don't think it's ever going to like come back. Like I don't think I'll be sitting around like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Opeth now. because. But you have a higher appreciation for them now? Well, I Yeah, I do. I definitely have a I th- higher appreciation. I think you should check out Ghost Reveries. I think you'll like it better. And I might pour into some other stuff and see if I like this more. But I don't hate this, and I, and I like it. I like it. I don't love it. I like it. You are holding your legs. You absolutely cannot stop moving. <laughs> you are like a little boy. Look at my psoriasis. <laughs> it looks really good. Sam finally went to the dermatologist and got some ointment, cream situation. I don't know what it is. And Steroid cream? It looks way it better is. than it did. I think it is because I keep uh, eating it too and I'm getting real fucking bulky. <laughs> getting beefy. <laughs> Beefing up. I hear spinach is similar to... Uh, steroids yeah but the only way the spinach works is you gotta like you gotta pop it out of the can with your hand or yeah. else you don't get any of the strength properties and then your bottom jaw just extends and then it just yeah, goes right that in. Part out either i think it's because i don't smoke a pipe <laughs> corn cob pipe that is <laughs> i wish you spoke like popeye that would be fun well, blow me down <laughs> almost it wasn't there. No. It's, well, blow me now. It sounds like a guy in a fucking bathroom who's doing an impression at a bar during a show. Hey, yo. Way to wrap it around. I don't know what that meant. You're just, you're just some drunk guy in the bathroom who's just like talking just to himself. doing Popeye impressions to people? Yeah, no, he's not doing Popeye impressions. That's just what his voice sounds like. It doesn't sound like Popeye, well, but it's similar. Yeah, what's going on there, boys? <laughs> He might, he might be like, eh, 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 but that's it. <laughs> All right. So, Is that Sam, better? <laughs> sure. Rate this zero out of 10. Crusty? <laughs> All over the rock and roll cat. I'll give this se- seven. Is that, is that seven Woody the Woodpecker, half. you mean? What? Was that Woody the Woodpecker? It's kind of the same thing. Oh, okay. I didn't hear him go, <laughs> that's Woody Woodpecker. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't. I was. No, what? Like you a said, fucking evil clown trying to. Did you say seven? Yeah, no, I did, but then I went seven and a half. I'll okay. give this seven and a half all over the rock and roll cats. Okay. It's good, but it's not great for me. But it, like I said, it's on the list of like best metal album of all time, so it's a highly revered album. But I tend to go against the mainstream anyway, even in the metal world. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't love it, obviously. But because it was more enjoyable than things that you give me, I'm going to give it a five. Oh, you like this way more than like Cannibal Corpse. Or... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I think a five is fair because it's not something that I would ever actually listen to. I'm not going to listen to this again. So uh, I think five is fair. Rob, do you want to rate this zero out of ten? I give this 9.5 cats. 9.5! <laughs> That's a good score. That's high. Nine and a half That's cats. That's a big score. <laughs> the only thing that beats that stick is a brick. And it's the, the best, <laughs> it's the, the asshole part of the cat, you know, that's always showing its face. Ew. 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 Our, we have a three-legged orange cat 
who oftentimes orange cats will have like speckle like they'll have like speckles on like their nose or like places where they're pink they'll have like little freckly <laughs> things it's gonna speckle the asshole. and so you know how your asshole is like folds that <laughs> you know meat and i thought for the longest time that this cat just had shit hanging out of its ass but one of his folds are black <laughs> So it looks like there's always shit on this cat's ass, but it's just the way his asshole looks. So I've wiped uh, that ass and been like, why can't I get it off? And oh, because it's his ass. Sorry. That poor cat. That poor three-legged cat. Well, I didn't like scrub it. We are best friends. It was weird. I was like trying to fall back asleep this morning. And every time I opened my eyes, he was like laying right next to me. He was just like staring at me and watching me the whole time. Feed me. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, describe this album in one word. Who wants to go first? Oh, fuck. I hate this part. <laughs> really? I like this part. I think it's fun. I, I fake hate this part. I don't want to go first. Do I'll go first. Word? Sure. Okay. We'll do it real slow. No. Like, so I can think. <laughs> All right. It's a fun word to say short or to say short, to say, uh, stretched out. Long. <laughs> I feel like you weren't thinking while I was doing that. Nope, I was just listening to everything you were doing. <laughs> I like to just come off the top of my head. Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> Rob? I would say a uh, wizard. Uh, <laughs> it's demons or something. Demons and wizards. I messed it before. I'll throw it in now. I think you should try out some demons and wizards right now. Or at least a little blind. Demons or something. What? What? You mean the band to go out? I guess you can go out on it. <laughs> we'll go out with demons and wizards. But Sam, you need to let me. <laughs> you need to. Let I don't me, know. I don't know. Mean. Holy shit! Rob almost just almost went stumble. down. Yeah, that chair's not the best. <laughs> no, you need to tell me what I'm going to be doing next. Oh, oh. Well, I look up. What's a good song? I couldn't tell you a single thing. <laughs> Fiddler on the Green is the number one song. Sure, that's so what we're going to listen to on the way out. We'll to so it. it's, we're, we're at the part of the podcast where I tell you what's, what's next? next. Well, it's not an album. We're going back into cinema territory. Um, last time s- you gave me Star Wars, so I'm nervous. <laughs> well, you're going to be more excited about this one because I've been smelling your shit for 22 years. You can smell mine for five minutes. We are <laughs> yes! watching the original Friday, starring Ice Cube. You mean starring John Witherspoon. John Witherspoon and Chris Tucker. And John Witherspoon, rest and, in peace. And uh, that guy with the eye, what's his fucking name? He played a... Uh, Debo? Yeah, Debo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're, doing. we're watching Friday. I've seen that movie one time, but I know the internet, so I've seen references. Oh, well, you're going to see it three times now. Because we watched it twice. Oh, we did. Oh, okay. My brain was trying to work and it didn't work. <laughs> so uh, thank you for coming, Rob. Yeah, awesome. always a always delight. A always Did you fun. think you were coming back? Uh, you know, you never know. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought maybe. maybe We knew. Show. We knew for sure you were coming back. <laughs> yeah. We always talked highly of you yes. when you left. Now, before that, we always talked shit. But afterwards, we always talked highly. Well, I did used to hang out with uh, he should, who should not be no. named. Rob, no. I've always liked you. have always been a good guy. <laughs> Rob's been my friend for a long time. I remember we'd be in biology with that. The pig stomachs. Yeah. Just keep talking. I think I got... Did you cut one open or did I cut one open? You got, you got to cut I it. I got to cut it? What was it, like a raffle? But yeah, We partnered up in lab a lot. Though. Fuck yeah. We like to freaking cut stuff open and tear into it. It's I awesome. didn't take biology. I took earth 
based uh, uh, science classes because I'm not fucking with that shit. We took so we could cut things open. Yeah, yeah I, yes. n- no. I remember hearing about that and I was like, I would leave the class. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Oh, when I got to college and did anatomy anatomy class, it was cadavers that were laying there. No. Humans? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, this is up at IU. Nope. They got, fun. they got a little smelly after a while. I'm sure. Nope. So this is Demons and Wizards, and this seems like a strong thing to go out on. Her body is smashed. Give it a skip ahead of the... There you go. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Demons Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.